The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhan Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Wearing the same suits that they wore this past Wednesday night than when they when they attacked not only Sting and Darby Allen, but Sting's family, his sons. And that is the blood of Darby Allen soaked into the fibers of those suits. You want to talk about a message? This is certainly a message right here from the Young Bucks. Yeah, message received. They're worthless. Listen, when we first started AEW, I just absolutely loved Nick and Matt Jackson. They were great. You've known them for years, Excalibur. Did you ever think they would stoop to these depths? They took this thing that they were EVPs. It literally has gone to their brain. It has. In one night, in one moment, they sacrificed their entire reputation, everything that they have worked towards to build in professional wrestling. And their opponents, the team of Mondo Rocks and Robbie Litt. Now, Mondo Rocks, Robbie Litt. Yeah. Local competitors here in the Phoenix area. No question. Trying to make a name for themselves here tonight, but... Good luck to you. Yeah. They... 
Matthew and Nicholas. I, I, nice names. But I, I oh, stop it. Nice names. Should we call them Matthew? And what happens if we call them? Oh boy! The, the, the fist bump. And immediately, Matthew seizing on as Robbie lit in the red. We got an unexpected vest underneath here. Let me tell you this, if they are EVPs of this company, they do not represent this company. No, and, and, I mean, they've been threatening people with fines for, for absolutely oh! no reason. Look at Matthew coming back for the Lariat. To, to ruin the moment of Sting and Darby Allen winning the Tag Team Championships Wednesday night, the legendary career of Sting. Oh! What a kick by Nicholas. Nicholas is going to wrestle with his hat on. Are you kidding me? No! Living neckbreaker, backbreaker combo. Why the, the young, I mean, do we call them the young guys? I don't know, do we? It's a great question. I'm glad they're having a good time tonight. Oh, and now, Nicholas sending Robbie Lip over the corner. Mondo Rocks tagging in. And, oh, oh, man, he, he wanted to go for just a... Collar and elbow, but he got kicked in the gut. You see the blood of Darby Allen. His blind tag there. On no Jackson. Nicholas Jackson, excuse me. Here we go, get it right. You don't want to get fined. Listen, I, I'm telling you, I hate to even give them their props, but they do know what they're doing to the ring to the young bucks. My God. The former AW World Tag Team Champions. Yeah. One of, if not the oh, oh, it's a low blow. Come on, necessary. Come on, Rick Knox. Well, I mean, I mean, Knox. He, he was looking at Matt yeah, Jackson. I know. Matthew just, Jackson, Nicholas taking advantage of this frustrated. Just a low blow like that. They don't need to do it. No, they don't. They don't need to do any of this. The, the aggression from the Young Bucks tonight. I, I mentioned on Wednesday. Matthew. No! Very aggressively. With the EVP trigger. Here are your winners. The Young Bucks. Matthew, he, he very aggressively called me into his office. He put his finger in my face. Oh, boy. He said it's not the BTE trigger anymore. It's the EVP trigger. And that leads me to believe that whether Sting and Darby won or lost on Wednesday night, I mean, something in my gut tells me that they were going to orchestrate this assault on Sting and Darby no matter what. You yeah. think this was happening either way? Yes, I believe that. In the core of my being is now Nicholas with the microphone. Do we really have to hear what these men have to say? I guess they're EVPs. Boy, they're the EVPs. I mean, I, I want to hear it. You do? I am so tired of the disrespect that each and every one of you fans show us. Matter of fact, in the front row, I heard a heckler calling us by the wrong name. I told you. It's time to show your EVPs a little more respect. And by showing that respect, call us by our God-given names of Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. I apologize, my, my brother's a bit of a hothead, okay guys? So, hey, listen, listen, listen. Listen! I'm sorry, okay, okay. Trying to engage in some good cop, bad cop here. Phoenix is not buying it. Neither am I. The reason we, we're out here in the first place is to say, 
Congratulations to AEW's new tag team champions, Darby Allin and Sting. Well, that's nice of them. Oh, stop Incredible it. match, guys. You're out there. You're, you're, you're putting your, your blood in sweat and tears on the line. You guys crushed it. Congratulations. You're going to be great champions. But there is one caveat. I got an email, an injury report from Doc Sampson. And apparently, both Darb and Sting are a little bit banged up coming after their big win. So we just wanted to say, we're thinking about you guys. We're praying for you guys. And we hope you're okay. However, boys, I want to make one thing clear. Our goal, our objective, is to get our tag team titles back. And you may be looking at us and going, oh, well, you're EVPs. It's, you, have a, you have EVP status. You're going to politic and you're going to do whatever it takes to do that. No, no, no. We're going to play by the rules, damn it. And we're gonna climb our way up to the rankings and have competitive matches like we just did tonight on Rampage. Competitive, my ass. Gotta respect that. We will get ranked. We will be number one contenders. And we will get our damn belts. We're two-time former AEW World Tag Team Champions. They could certainly do it again. And we will continue to climb up those ranks Wednesday on Dynamite when you see Nicholas and Matthew Jackson your EVPs in tag team action. We love you guys so much. You're the oh, greatest fans in the world. Someone get the freaking hook. Let's have a killer show. Thank you guys. I love being your freaking EVP. I love this job. Best job in the world. Thank you so much. Stick around for the rest of the show. It's going to be a good one. Let's go. Hello everybody and welcome to the show where we're unhinged, uncensored, uncaged. I am your host, Jimmy Jackson, and that is the EVP man himself of HMG. It is Matthew Bloody Jacket, HMG EVP, 
MHG. Matthew, show some goddamn oh, sorry. respect. <laughs> oh, God, bro. What about the... Trust me what, by what my God-given name. No, no, no. Starts having Tourette's, bro. What was going on there with that? I, you know, was, uh, I was up high, so I didn't get a lot of that. <laughs> I didn't get a well, lot of that uh, yelling from Matthew. <laughs> maybe he was trying to reach me. That's what, Maybe he was trying to yell so loud that someone like me could hear it. But I... Was not, I was not around for that. Or no, I guess I was. Well, well, as you heard, you know, last time, last time show, dude, was so good that we had to do it twice. MSG, though, welcome back to Rampage Uncaged, right here on Hamin Midi Group via channelattitude.com. And, dude, I mean, it was a pleasure. I had a lot of great responses for the show last time. It was funny as hell. Even when I, I heard it back, I was like, damn, that was pretty funny that day. And everybody loved the combination. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people were emailing me, telling me, like, we should do shows more often. We should do so, more shows. You know, yeah. the thing about it is also, and I tell people this too, is most times when I'm doing podcasts these days, I'm normally the host, right? Me so, too. So, like, <laughs> it, it, it allows me to more or less serve up the questions and kind of guide the conversation. Whereas when I'm not hosting, like, I can just kind of be free, and I'm just kind of a wacky, out there kind of guy. So that usually lends well to the podcast host uh, because I can be a good guest as well because I, I know what it takes to I, I know what a good entertaining guest should be. I shouldn't be someone sitting here and be like, hey, you have me on, give it here. Or I'm not going to come on here and be like, yes, I can't wait to get started in breaking down AEW Rampage. It was a very successful <laughs> show. I mean, hey, for Phoenix here, gone. Like, you know, like there has to be some substance to why you want to sit and listen. Hopefully you're listening. And if you're not, like, that's cool. You know, there's a lot of people who don't listen to me. And a lot of people I don't listen to. I was just complaining well, to a friend today about a, a band. They put out an album. And I was like, I don't understand why everybody's into this band. And the scene He's like, I know. I'm like, okay. So I just... Don't, don't you love that, dude? When a band sucks so bad, but so many people like them, and you don't even know why? I mean, seriously. I mean, it's not fair to say they suck. I wouldn't say they suck. It's just they, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of... I think we've gotten to a point now when it comes to social media marketing and making money sometimes you just put music out there just to put music out there and i think that's kind of what we picked up on one of the albums we were listening to we were like eh, it kind of just sounds like recycled music and melodies of some of your older albums or some of the same stuff we've already been listening to in the genre so it's kind of like eh, really original here so i don't know like it sounds like you're just trying to make a buck which well, is like yeah, i get it you gotta make exactly. get your bag if you can make your right. bag off the fan base dude i'm not hating on it but i'm just saying i'm not gonna but I'm also not gonna go on like my Facebook or social media. Like I hate this said band. Blah blah blah. Let's have argument. <laughs> well, that's social media for you these days, man. As me and uh, John were speaking about earlier on the Smack Attack, which you can also find right here. Yeah, the Smack Attack. <laughs> right here on on Hamin Midi Group on channelattitude.com. Five bucks. It's still for free right now. Right here on the YouTube. But um, dude. What a week it's been in wrestling, man. I mean, wild. say what you want, it's been wild, bro. I mean, you know, the Vince stuff. I just read some more Ashley Massaro stuff, which is even worse. I don't know if you support it. Like, no shit, right before we started recording, you know, I was writing the description and I was just checking out the Twitter or the X, whatever you want to call it. Yes. And I read some bizarre shit, dude. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, X. yeah. Uh, it's uh, he's a pretty disgusting piece of crap, piece of shit. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, there's not. I mean, there's not much more to be said about the Vince McMahon as a human being. In regards to the Ashton Massaro stuff, you know, I brought that up to Ben on me on Wednesday. I was like, you know, this type of information did come out. You know, you guys have talked about this for years on Russo Brand right. Vince Russo specifically. So this type of information came out, but it was ended up being pushed aside because it wasn't relevant to the case at that time. And the only reason why I, I, I think I, you know, as I mentioned. And I'm aware of it. So I think part of the, you know, those 63 wrestlers, I think Big Vito was part of those. Maybe Whoa. Shane Douglas and maybe some a couple of those other people, right? When it came to the concussion syndrome um, yep. lawsuit that nobody won. That they just kind of went to a stalemate and WWE basically the courts threw it out or whatever it was. Um, so, and then and that guy ended up owing like $300,000. But from what I've read, like he's still like trying to take it or re- appeal it. Therefore, he still hasn't had to pay any money yet or anything like that for damages. Who knows? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a lawyer. Um, go find Seth Kennedy somewhere on HMG. Or, or Jeff Levin. Yeah, Seth Kennedy. Jeff. I haven't a seen lot. him in ages. Yeah, I haven't seen him. Well, he's still on Facebook. I just yeah, I don't know. I, I've seen him pop up on other. Posts, so I don't know. Maybe he's just busy. You know, got life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> go talk to a lawyer. Is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm not. If you're watching this live on YouTube or Twitch somewhere, I am not a lawyer. This is not legal advice. Uh, <laughs> so you know, it, it just seems interesting to me. You know what? What happens next? You know where does this? rabbit hole of information lead to and how does it get unearthed you know i i think i was (laughs) listening to what was it that brandon thurston guy who does the wrestlenomics the numbers and stuff like that yeah i was listening to his podcast and he was talking about how in the past he had requested uh information from the freedom of information act on this case but the thing about it is is because the when you request information from the freedom of information bureau or whatever it has to be kind of like specific so, like, if you're given broad examples or things, like, they don't have, I guess, because the database is so large, they can't specifically find it, the agencies. But now that there is, like, factual statement, let's say, by Vice Report, it does make it easier to go, hey, Vice Report said specifically blah, blah, blah. Can we get the information from that blah, blah, blah? So now they can <laughs> they can do that. You know what I mean? Again, not a lawyer, so I don't know legal jargon here. No, that's right. Oh, there's just speaking of lawyers... Actually, it's not Jeff. Scott. Jeff. Oh, oh God, God damn it. You on told me, Scott. Picture. You got, apparently, you got to give permission when you're on Facebook through StreamYard. It's very weird. Yeah, I'm it's drinking, pretty I'm stupid. drinking water, not vodka. Just so you know. I'm drinking Jaritos. Orale. Have you had, have you had Jaritos before? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Like, dude, I love this shit. Come on. Come on. Come on. You're from I'm the West Ari- Coast? I'm of course in Arizona. You love it. I'm right, literally exactly. like a couple hours away from the border. Okay. Like, of course I've had that. Dude, yeah, had and that this is Mexican like imported. Cow. Like, that was like. Right. Because back in the day, those drinks were a lot cheaper. Now they're a little more expensive. Back They've then, gone like, up, bro. <laughs> back then, like, if you didn't want a soda for a dollar, you could go get a can of Kerns, like fruit in a can or whatever smoothie for 50, 60 cents. Or you could get what? a bottle of those for like 75 cents. Now, nah. Kerns is like How many three or four dollars a can. It's crazy. Spot on, bro. The bottle over here, right? No shit. I just bought it. As I was telling you earlier, I had to run a few errands and shit. So I went and bought a couple of bottles of this shit. It that's was three dollars. That's what he made as well. Wait no, for no, the no, show, no, ladies no. and gentlemen. That was just coming so he back. Goddamn bottles <laughs> no. It's Carito Holmes. <laughs> I know, but whatever. <laughs> no. You're Australian. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. 
Stop trying I, to I culturally can... appropriate over there on that side of the country. You're going to get freaking <laughs> hey. canceled. Yeah, well, funny enough, dude, there's actually Mexicans here. Mexican Australians, bro. I'm not kidding. That's pretty cool. That's that cool. is bizarre. Actually, one of our boxes um, that's representing Australia, of course, is of Mexican heritage also. That's cool. But there is literally, I've I'm only got just... two Mexican friends, right? Two Mexican friends that are I'm Mexican. I'm actually a quarter Hispanic. Okay. So. Are you? Orale, yeah, Holmes. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm Hispanic, Italian. And then, you know, whatever my mom's side is, white. Or, <laughs> whatever my mom's side You're a character. European, whatever. The one that's the body of what I am, probably. You know? <laughs> well, I'm straight, full-blooded Greek, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm born I, and raised really? in Australia, but full Greek. Both I couldn't, parents, I couldn't pick that up. <laughs> I mean, I don't look like your typical. Uh-oh. Did I lose internet Cool, you know, or... Australian, crikey. Okay. But uh, you know what I mean. But anyway, speaking of the chat, though, um, I I'm assuming that's Scott Woodford. I'm assuming. Um, but we've also got revamped in the house. Revamped. Yeah, sorry about the time, dude. I, He's revamped wrestling. He Go lives in La La Land. It's Sunday for him. He's not going to tell us who won the Super Bowl because that would violate international, <laughs> like global laws or something, and we'll probably get in trouble. Uh, but you know, he isn't knows. it tomorrow? It's Sunday. It's there. Well, it's a Sunday for me. So if it's Sunday for you, then it's Sunday for me, bro. And I thought it was Saturday. You're, you're already in the future, so you should already <laughs> know. And therefore, I'll tell you who won. Us because you're Dude, a come on. Well, I could tell you right now, and I'm going to call it right here exclusively oh on channelattitude.com. We don't get shut down by the FBI. You know, you know, friggin' the Swifties are winning it, dude. Come on. The, oh, the Swifties? Oh, yeah. No, the, the Kansas Swifties, City Chiefs. The Kansas gonna, City Swifties, yeah, bro. The they need to change the name. Chiefs are going to win this game, and then following <laughs> that game, following the game, Travis Kelsey is going to propose to her, and then after he yeah, proposes oh her, Disneyland, and then the Sports Illustrated commercial is going to air. The Kansas City Chiefs just won the Super Bowl, and now you can sign up at SI.com and relive the whole season. Sign up now for one year subscription for Sports Illustrated, and you'll get this uh, fucking hat and T-shirt to represent your. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it's every year. Uh, Mind you, dude, it's Swifty Mania down here too. She, right brother. after the Super Bowl, no, no, she she's coming here to, to do a concert. In a, over a hundred thousand seater stadium, dude. Shing, 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 yeah. Yeah. All the Swifties are going bananas <laughs> down here, bro. <laughs> That's the only song I know of hers. <laughs> oh, so, look what do you know. He's he's alive. Scotty he D, Scotty Dub, the Woodford, <laughs> the Ford of the Woods has arrived. The Woody Wood, yeah, the Woody Woodpecker. You know, Scott. My house. middle name is Scott, so he got a soft really? spot. All Scots have a soft spot. All right, so. Oh, Scotty. Matthew Scott. Matthew Scott. Well, and also in the house, the my very own crab cat in Labrat. Labrat is here. He, yeah, he's a crab cat, bro. Fellow crab cat. I know you've been oh, yeah. saying the Let's bear cat. Let's not cats. spoil Rampage, Labrat. I'm sorry. I was only there two to three days ago before it was recorded and put on and the mind you, Friday. He's from the West Coast, and he's also Mexican, so... Uh, you know, know holla okay, at Labrat. Holla, there you go, bro. I, you know... <laughs> Well, speaking of Mexicans, we've also got Javi Uchia in the house. So Javi. Yeah. Hello, Javi. And we've got Lizzie. Look, if you watch Liz SmackDown. Says that, Liz says <laughs> that you can see Mahomes' wife in the swimsuit issue. Boom. There it is. I mean, the fix is already in. Like, they already got <laughs> one chick in her bathing suit. Now they got to give us so like, you know, so that way people can, you know, and, or, you know, as uh, Randy Jackson or Randy, I'm sorry, 
Beating off the dog. Beating off not the dog. Uh, so, like, you know, we already got something to beat off the dog. And then, of course, you got the happy ending now with Swifty and Kelsey. Oh, God. It's, it's got to be, dude. And I'm convinced now this is a work, bro. I mean, come on. Look at Labrat testing some good weed. It better be That's good weed good. indeed. I have a, what yeah. do I have? I just bought something. I already, like, I buy, I look at when I buy it and it looks really good. And I look at the percentages <laughs> and everything. And then I come home and I immediately just take a pair of scissors and I cut up and open all the bags and then I put it away in my God stuff, damn. my jars and stuff like that. Right. Ooh. So like, and then I forget after I start smoking, I'm like, what did I buy? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, but it works. Like, it's like, yo dude, <laughs> what did I buy? <laughs> like, I can tell you the stuff I bought prior to this. The only times I remember is when like I buy it on the night and I'm in the HMG groups like the Not last time, but the prior before I bought some private banana. That was the name of what? the stream. But I don't remember I... What, I, what I bought this time. I actually got some pineapple fucking kush right now, dude. Me too, Lab Rat. I'm a dabs guy. That's what I'm saying, though. You come home. Dab, dab, and you dab. Know, I don't know. I'm, sure, I'm assuming you get the same way. They put it in one Ziploc bag, little container, and then that goes of into course. that giant one that you got to take home. So when I get right, home, right. I take glad bags. and I'm just going zip, zip, zip. I'm just going cut, 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 because I want to get to it. So then I forget what I bought. Because <laughs> it's on the package, oh, no. on the label. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get to it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're a character, man. Well, we also Jerome Hall. I'm baked up, right bro? here. My former sponsor, bakeboysclub.com. Damn, uh, if you're baked, I am absolutely smoked. Well, literally. Uh, apparently, I mean, according to the the Bible, Leviticus 2013 or whatever, where you should tell John the next time he makes him mad. <laughs> it says that uh, 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 no man should not lie with another man unless he, uh, or, or unless he's stoned. So basically, uh, exactly. as long as he gets high, you can have sex with another dude. So <laughs> tell John I said that. <laughs> I'll tell John you said that, as a matter of fact, but I'll probably forget by the time next Friday comes along. You know what? You should come on the Smack Attack. Yeah, then I'd have to actually Keep watch SmackDown more, and I don't really want yeah. to do that. Well, so, at least next week you will have gonna the watch rock. highlights. I'm just going to watch highlights next week. They disappear. We already talked about this on the right. Smack Attack. I'm glad. Chat. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you said what you said, because that's what I was saying, too. And you were right. I mean... What was the point of all that was, shit? Was, and that's a good segue. And basically, what we're talking about is so we don't have to delve into SmackDown, but the topic. Right, we itself, won't. We won't. We're not going. The topic there. itself of like giving you something really good on one night, but then not following up the very next night on a, on on the next show. So like th that would equate to me being like, let's I'm gonna watch a brand new episode of a TV show, hit TV show, name a TV show, Stranger Things, right? They'd be like if they were on. And the next episode, they didn't show the follow-up to what just happened. They were like, oh, we're going to go to this uh, side storyline. And, yes, they do it. Don't get me wrong. They, have, they have done it. That's every true. now and then, they'll throw, like, one of those in a season. You're the right. The problem with true. wrestling is, is they do it so much, and, and mm -hmm. especially here with AEW, in their case, too. You're like, oh, oh my dude. God. Could you just please get back to that story? Why are we now getting back to Hangman and Swerve that happened seven weeks How ago? Dumb, like, bro. You know what oh. I mean? So, like, they, there's no continuity with any type of wrestling. So I'm not blaming it on WWE specifically. It, it's, very, it's just very annoying. You have this huge press conference where The Rock slaps the shit out of Cody, and the only thing we get the very next night is Triple H <laughs> say, no, you're rolling. Shut your mouth. And oh, no. Paul Heyman say, next week, The Rock and Roman are coming, so be, <laughs> be ready. And then I'm just like, okay, well, then I guess I really don't need to watch the rest of this show. And I feel you like didn't. AEW does that too. It's like, well, you just booked the whole show in the first 30 minutes. Why do I need to watch the rest of this? Well, when you exactly, I that's watched a good the segue. AJ Styles at a match out of respect because he's like my favorite wrestler since I was fifteen. I love that match, dude. It was but a great match. But other than that, like I just was like, eh. 
I, not everything else didn't really you know matter per se but uh but i do want to touch on the 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 press conference just for a little bit msg since i want i want your opinion because i just want to ask you this and then we'll get into AEW. do you think wwe would trouble uh like you know cleaning up the mess that apparently a lot of fans believe that they did for example you know the rock sort of uh out bullied triple h's decision and wanted the, the wrestlemania main event and whatnot or do you think this was all done on purpose just to like um you know spice things up a little bit so i think that as soon as cm punk went down they were like okay what are we gonna do well i guess we could just do cody versus seth and then we could do rock versus roman right and then everything happened all in one week netflix sexual lawsuit scandal etc etc right i mean because then the rock came out friday or the, the rock came out that night right that was that all that right. fucking week it was a crazy week of professional wrestling wwe signs netflix two days later netflix vince mcgann scandal then he resigns and the rock comes out and then he i'm gonna face you and blah 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 touch my hands uh and then they say nose to nose or whatever that make me laugh sorry <laughs> <My hands. laughs> well because last not not last friday night but the friday before that it ended with Sami Zayn. so yeah it was it was two weeks before so you've got that and now as a way to make you the viewer forget about what's going on with vince mcmahon wwe the rock exactly. they all looked at it and went look how can we steer the conversation in our favor? That's what that's what companies do. I'm not hating on The Rock for doing that. That's why he was hired to be to do to be specifically, guys. He was there to hire to get them through specific instances, being the face and the guy that he is, the biggest superstar, right? So being the vocal guy and the ambassador for the WWE is it a positive win from a corporate standpoint. And as right. Ben Hameen likes to reference, maybe it's also basically part of his plan on his way to some sort of political office campaign in the future. Oh, absolutely. There's no secret he's wanted to do that for years, man. Right. So, I mean, I don't know if he's going to run for president, but he could, you know, he could definitely run for governor. He was born in, you know, America. So, like, he run for senator. He could do all those things. So, uh, and then work his way up the ladder. But I digress. I think mm. that WWE itself um, didn't follow up, man. Like, all you had to do was show up on the on the press conference. You had an opera. You had a great night at the press conference itself. But they steered this conversation away. You know, they they as soon as the we want Cody outrage started online, that wasn't planned, in my opinion. I think they looked at that and went, oh, that's better. Let's work with like they just handed us it. The, the fans are pissed that you came out, Rock, and you're going to take away his spot. Blah, blah, blah. That's awesome. Let's, <laughs> blah, blah, let's blah. capitalize on this and let's do it now. There's mixed reports online. One report says WWE was handing out uh, signs, but then there was another report that said no. Oh, I heard that, right. But then there was another report that came out like yesterday or so that it was proven that it was a fan that actually showed up and was giving out the signs too. So I, I don't know what also. to believe. <laughs> yeah. We weren't there, so I don't know. Uh, but then you, you know, you, so they steer this conversation away and then you get to this press conference and they hyped it up and they delivered. Like WWE definitely delivered on the oh, press brilliant. conference to the point where Absolutely. now no one's even really thinking about the Vince stuff from a, a, a from a fan standpoint. 
You know what I mean? The conversation two weeks ago was Eric Bischoff and Jeff Jarrett and all these people talking about how, like, uh, yeah, I just I don't know even know if I could support the WWE anymore because, oh, like, on. you know, like it just makes <laughs> me feel disgusting as a wrestling fan, and I really don't know how to feel about that. And I'm and now two weeks later, they're just like, yay, WWE, the finish the story. I'm not saying all those guys specifically. I'm talking about the IWC. Finish the story, brother. It, it was all planned. You see, we did it. We outraged and they changed their course. Threat. No, dude, you basically just help them. You serve them up on a platter. You, you steer the conversation away from the fact that the guy who built the company is in the <laughs> middle of huge sexual allegation right now. Sexual allegations. Uh, and, and for, of course, for the purposes of YouTube, I, I don't want us to get trouble. And I don't want Rampage to get in this show to get in trouble. So allegedly, but it's pretty disgusting. <laughs> OK, from what we've read. Well, it is pretty disgusting. And speaking of disgusting, look, who's in the house. It is that dirty Vince McMahon, pal. And apparently he likes feces. Well, he's got nothing mm. left to do right now, right? I mean, Vince is at home. It's a Saturday night for him. <laughs> 8.50 p.m. He can't really go out anymore. But, you know, he's got lots of money in a giant house. So, I mean, he could just order anything on DoorDash. I mean, literally, he could probably order anything on DoorDash. <laughs> Haven't you heard of Vinny, the DoorDash d delivery driver? I mean, come exactly on. Exactly. Something. Yeah, <laughs> see, he agrees with me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He just order anything he wants. I mean, he's <laughs> This makes a good point. You could have just shot a vignette after the press conference of Rock and Roman with or without Triple H getting pissy and driving off to make it look like they were at SmackDown. Yeah, exactly, Liz. They ended up showing that backstage they press did. conference they did. Out at the end of the show. If they had shot that and showed that on SmackDown, then at least we would have like been felt like, okay, we're getting something out of this. But instead, they gave everything on one night, and then the very next night didn't follow up with anything. I don't know if we should be worried. Uh, Matthew, should I say? Can I, is that what we're calling I you? I said allegedly. Allegedly. That's why, that's why allegedly. I said allegedly, sir. That's why I said allegedly. You well, know, you know what well he's, he's a little allegedly. intoxicated. Give him some slack if you're not selling Sue correctly. He says, Saturday night. I'll... He's having a cocktail. He's having a good night. <laughs> yeah. He's going to sue us two kiddos, apparently. And no, Vince, please. You don't have your lawyer anymore. You know, McDevitt, whatever, he's gone. He's like, no more Vince. Look. But, um, okay, yeah. So what other sexual positions did we talk about? <laughs> yeah, the wraparound well. blood grab. Sure. Uh-huh. Reverse cowgirl. Good. <laughs> Hot lunch. Yeah, she likes Ooh. that. Donkey punch. Uh-huh. Glass <laughs> bottom punch. boat. Good one. Yes. <laughs> Fish eye. Good, Jenny. <laughs> Jelly dog. Jelly dog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the chili dog. What, I'm not even gonna ask what the fuck that is, right? That but uh, careful, Vince. Careful, Vince. <laughs> I mean, don't don't throw around the, that N word, even though it's uh, a naga. What's a naga? I'm not saying anything. I'm a is that Umaga? White guy in America. I'll get canceled for saying the wrong thing. Uh, that's all right. So would and I. And I'm all the way. And I don't exist. And privacy at the cookout with friends who've grown up for 10, 15 years, you get away with it. But you don't say the wrong thing around the wrong people in public. So. No, you know what I do, actually? And, and everyone loves it and everyone laughs about it. <laughs> I say Nigel. Mm. Okay. So instead of going, you know, the, the proper N-word. We're all multi-ethnic. So my Nigels. 
with me, my group of friends were all multi-ethnic, Asian, uh, Indian. Right, same black, here. White. So in private, we all just make fun of each other by slurring like, by every racial obscenity as we can at each other. It's hysterical. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nobody says the R, E, R, hard. That's that's off limits. So you don't Is say that it. Like, talk? You're not going to say it in that derogatory way, but like we will, you know, we, we brag on each other like all the time. Yeah. Like my best friend's Asian. I'd be like, dude, what do you mean you're, you can't figure this out? You're good at math. Like, you know what I mean? You say stupid things like that to your friends. Like, and he'll say things like, but you're white, so you can walk out in publicly. And like, no, I, or, <laughs> yeah. like, what do you mean you're afraid to walk outside? You're white. You know what I mean? We say stupid things like that to each other. That's funny, though. I'll, I'll give you that. That's actually quite good. Like, yeah, but yeah, um, you're gonna have good friends who are like open-minded and aware that, like, right, we're, man, we're just all like ragging on each other, and we're using the quote-unquote stereotypes as comedy in our own fucked up. Oh, way. come on, dude. Yeah, I'm not gonna people... do that publicly. I'm not gonna like <laughs> say this out in public to my friend at the mall or something like that. No, of course not. Right, but hey, you never know who's recording you these days, even in the public, dude. Like, you know. You just don't know anymore. You can get fucked with all sorts of shit these days. NDAs every days, if you know what I mean. But um, no. But look back to the to that press conference just I'll be quickly. Coming, I'll be coming, I'll be <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, Jericho! We'll get into Jericho too because I want to ask you about dynamite. But um, the, the the thing about the press conference, bro. Right. See, personally, and I'm sure you probably heard this earlier. I do think this was all set up like i think it was done on purpose the hashtag we want cody it was just too convenient i just feel like look i don't think it was done I to elevate cody because it doesn't make sense i think the we want cody th the the first initial day was probably organic that was probably real fans i think once they said it, it went like 24 48 hours and at one point when pat mac 72 on, bro Monday night he said it went it was like 72 hours straight or whatever like that at that point, uh, was there play in the algorithm? What did, did WWE make a payment? They just started WWE Speed. That was their new announcement, right? So if you want to look at the yes. back channels of everything of how relationships are formed, did WWE build this relationship with Twitter and X? And, and part of that, as Elon has apparently been known, did he, because apparently there was some controversy that he pushed Mr. Beast's videos up to the charts, the algorithm in the background, basically making his video a paid ad without actually being like uh recognized as an ad so there's some legal like ramifications that like company like countries like the eu like england right because they've got very strict online laws when it comes to advertisements and shit like that so like i've, I've read stuff like that like there's already in, some investigation into that so like God. was it pushed up into the charts was the we want cody hashtag pushed up in charts due in part to the brand new relationship with WWE speed now on X, right? Is, is that a test ground? Hey, we'll boost this. Let's boost this up so we can show you what we can do for you. I don't know, right. just, but this is just me connecting one dot to one dot from a corporate structure. I'm not saying anything is illegal and I'm not saying it's not a bad marketing strategy. It's very smart from well, everybody's talking about. Everybody was talking about. We want Cody. True. But speaking of speed and WWE speed, I couldn't help but but notice that that'll be Dude, i haven't yeah, had I, could have... I never got to have speed <laughs> he's been around when i was an adult i would have tried it once you know um yeah <laughs> i won't go there but um what is speed like i what I, is I speed don't, i don't even you want to know what speed is bro upper, right it's an upper drug right uh, clearly it's not a down no? i mean look the one thing speed speed's not really popular anymore you know what i mean really, really mess took over that speed? 
Meth? Is that what it was? Okay, so Meth took over. No, 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 no. Yeah, Meth took over the speed. Basically. Popularity. That's what I'm saying. Meth took over the popularity speed. Okay. But but at one yeah, stage, I never, I never did the meth stuff either because meth. Well, I can't say I haven't. I've technically done amphetamine because they give me like medication when I was a kid. So like, it never appealed we're, to me. We're live, pal. It never appealed to me to do the meth stuff because it was just like, well, I, it was like already in my Ritalin and Adderall. So like, it's not gonna get me high. Like I'm actually gonna be desensitized to this shit. You guys are getting high and probably having fun. Me, it, it's just gonna be like, cool. I can focus on doing things today. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's apparently what it does, right? For I me, mean, for, no, it does that for like people with like you know who have like that's why if you, I mean, I'm not saying go do sorry. meth. I'm not saying go <laughs> do meth. I'm not saying go do meth. <laughs> I'm not saying go do meth. I'm just saying oh, no. if you have a mental problem and your justification for using meth is because it's cheaper than the drug or you can't get the drug oh. and you're doing it some sort of responsibly way. I'd be like. <laughs> maybe yeah maybe that's possibly because some people need the amphetamine i mean methamphetamine is just like the uncompound it's the raw version right not medically right it's, lab it's and supposed to be the more pure version the pure version there you go so it's Speed like this is all cut with all sorts of shit okay so that i mean so and that's essentially what like adderall in you know, a ritalin all those psychoactive drugs that they give to people like who have adhd Apparently, that's I really call. really pure type of shit the the um what's it called um, it does the body good MSG. That's according to the I'm not professor. saying that. I'm not saying that. Don't quote me. I didn't say that. Don't quote me, boy. This is the first, shit. bro. Don't quote I can't me, believe I didn't we're say talking shit. about meth right here on channel. I'm just saying, your justification bro, to me, I met you was, hey, I'm doing meth because I can't afford this and it helps me. I'd be like, oh, okay, well, you know, as long as you're, you're being responsible. Oh, boy. I mean, what well, you do in your own home, as long as you get up every day, you go to work, and you don't hey. fuck over people, I really don't know what you do in the privacy of your own home, like, honestly. You pay your debts, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, really. Like, honestly, everybody makes such a big deal. Like, you, oh, my God, this person's doing drugs. I'm like, oh, oh are you going to do it now? No. Okay, then who cares? Like, you know, like, <laughs> they're at their house. Like, let them do their drugs. Now, if they burn down the building making meth, yeah, that's probably a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is where you should have had this cute in. Drugs are by. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, got a good point. Speaking about math, let's talk about AEW. <laughs> yeah, and and apparently Pfizer meth is the shit, according to um. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's the, the professor. That's what he's talking about. That's what he's talking about. The medication. <laughs> <Pfizer> stuff. <laughs> JM is in the house saying, uh, "Maga Ray Devito for life." Make America um, great, Ray Devito. Who's that guy? Devito. Like, I, that I have no idea. Oh, I, I don't know. Is he talking about Ray? The DeVito Mysterio is that is that who he's talking about? I don't, or, know. I don't know. Is that that podcast make... guy that that Michael Rappaport guy was just on the Ben <laughs> retweeted? Is that the same people? I don't. It just sounds like a I, I have no idea. But uh, thank you for joining us, JM. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, another one here. Try what's it? Couponer? Who's that? Oh, T. T Josh. T N Couponer. Yeah, TN Coupiner or Coupiner, uh, whatever you want to say. Uh, what does that uh, even mean, Josh? I, I, I thought it meant couponer. Like maybe he like a hey, like that's a what I thought of first. Tennessee couponer, like like the, they make their money <laughs> off doing couponing and stuff like that. Like well I don't know. I can't, it's hard to do that now. So if you know how to do it, props to you if you if you're actually doing the couponer. <laughs> and uh what I wanted to initially get at about that would be speed, goddammit. I could I, I somehow it speed went to myth, five but anyway. Minute, five minute matches. <laughs> Five minute matches, but I couldn't help but notice they should they would have had money if they called it WWE Quickie. Think about that. You know, oh yeah, pal, Quickie. Here's my thought, and you know, 
W I got I give WWE props for being ahead from a rights television standpoint when it comes to like always being ahead of the game and getting their money. But from a, a social media standpoint, I question this because X itself is a cesspool. And I hear all the time Ooh, the X, biggest cesspool X Twitter. Like I hate using it, right? And even more so now these days. So if WWE's market is trying to, you know, get viewers, you would think they'd be doing something on TikTok, right? They'd be doing some sort of TikTok show. They have oh well, yeah, they, they don't do a TikTok show, but they definitely have a presence on I TikTok. I know they have a presence, but they sh- it should be like WWE on the talk or whatever, speeds, whatever you want to call it. Speed blah, blah, is a blah, bad blah. name, dude. Dumb name. It's so dumb, bro. WWE I mean, I get speed. What- I get what they're saying, you know, what what they're trying to emphasize. I know. It's stupid, fa- though. Fat, you know what I mean? But it's 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 a very weird name. Yeah, and as adults, we go, speed? Like the drug? Like- <laughs> yeah, I know. See what I mean? I know. And we, no, but really, yeah, that would be quickie, though. Come on. WWE like, even quickie. Josh if you, could be a new show idea. You know, yeah, pal. To, that was the original name, but then the Vince McMahon. Five, so. five, one, and done, bro. That, that's it. You know what I mean? Quickie. Boom, bang, gone. That's all it should be. I mean, come on. Make speed great again, apparently. Could make be that. Speed, make speed. <laughs> Not to be speed. Nothing speed? gets your okay. juices boiling go, like go. speed. Oh, yeah, you, you're right. I guess that would have been best to replace it. Okay, so speed is <laughs> that increases brain activity. The term speed is the street name for amphetamine sulfate or simply amphetamines. So basically what they did is they took down like the drugs, I'm assuming, that I took. And then, like, oh. chopped them down and mixed them up probably with other shit, chopped right? Chopped it like up. Yep. And then that was the speed. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So, basically, I've taken that, too, apparently. I've taken a form of that, probably. <laughs> Some sort of medication. Because, you know, they mix shit up anyway. Uh, so, there you go. Um, so, I've already taken it. And I got to tell you, I didn't like it. So, fuck you, speed. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, WWE. Fucking no, I didn't WWE say that. Speed. I said, fuck you, speed. <laughs> I said that. I'm going to say it now. You can say WWE speed. I'm anyway, not jeopardizing my job for I'm not jeopardizing my opportunity for a future job. <laughs> and just quietly, I just want to apologize to to the big boss of this network, and I, I know Bin's one of them, but you know our very own Vince Russo. <laughs> we're just taking the piss on WWE Speed. I'm just saying. All right. I mean, well, I mean, so. they don't care. I'm just saying. I, I personally, you know, I don't want to jeopardize my future by saying anything that bad about a company. Oh, I'll come critique, on. Yeah, I'll right. critique your content. That's different. And I'll critique your your really your crazy former shitheading CEO guy. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> shitheading. <laughs> you know what's funny? We got to do a review show, bro. The quickest five minute podcast in the history of podcasts, I, I, bro. I don't know if we can do that. Like, we've already been live. I'm telling you, we're going to be in the Guinness Book of Records. And we haven't even started talking. About <laughs> I know. Right. All right. All right. All right. Let's get into <laughs> AEW, shall we? And it was in Phoenix, Arizona. That's right. In, in your neck of the woods, kind of. I mean, you're not technically from there, but you're there right now. And um, for now, that is. And um, yeah. And um, dude, from, you know, from television perspective, obviously I was at home watching it through the AI machine, right? Called a television, <laughs> right? But mind, I'm an AI control also. My control device. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, but. You know what? For for the first time in a few weeks, the crowd seemed lively. Clearly, to me, the upper you know the upper decks were pretty much empty from what I could see. But you know what? I noticed also that it, they turned off the blue lights. You know how they put the blue or red lights on on the crowd so they can kind of hide the empty seats. They actually had them clear, like suddenly, which surprised me. 
So, I mean, was it lively? Was it as lively, uh, as lively, sorry, as it came across through the television? Or I was just hearing things. So I would say that uh, in comparison to last year's Rampage, to this year's Rampage, because I went to both Phoenix shows now two years in a row. Right. And I, and I stayed for both Rampage. On this year's Poor Rampage, man. I'd say a lot more people stayed for the Rampage, in my opinion, in regards to the, the show. Uh, Tony Khan came out after the show... I didn't record this one, but uh, I recorded the the one he did before the show, which you can see in the HMG Facebook group or in the brand fan group. Um, or twenty con. Welcome to Phoenix. <laughs> yes, that one's up there. Uh, but the, the after show, he came out. He thanked the fans of Phoenix. Uh, said he this uh, this being his second time coming back to the area. Uh, he really, uh, I guess, was happy with the results of the first year's attendance. Uh, the second year, this year. They set up for like 5200 or something like that, and they pretty much sold out their setup. So they didn't sell any tickets for those upper decks anyway. They just sold for their setup. Um, so they sold, you know, whatever it was, 5,000 tickets. But, yeah, after the show, Tony Khan thanked the crowd, and then also he mentioned to the crowd that based on the fact that he appreciated that the crowd was lively and hot throughout the whole show, that he wanted to now bring a pay-per-view to Phoenix as well. So that got the crowd uh, popping, and that and he out and told him to stick around for Rampage. Uh, I think the promotion to the crowd that they were going to get, like I don't know if it was announced on Dynamite because I didn't watch Dynamite live on TV. Right, I was already there in person, uh, yeah. so I don't know if it was announced to the live television audience that the Matt Nick Jackson were going to be appearing on Rampage, um, but it was announced to the live crowd. So because it was announced, it, the, it like, was it, it was announced it was. on television also. Yeah. Okay, it was. So then it was shown. So I think that was probably a good in, to keep the crowd around as well. They did that last year as well. They had the Bucks on a rampage with Kenny Omega uh, that year last year against Aussie Open. That was a pretty good match in my opinion. It was actually. I remember yeah, that. I, I, like I said, I liked. In fact, we I've talked about this with my friends and I've said this online. I thought Rampage last year when I went was better than the Dynamite show. Um, maybe because it was only an hour, but like it was just it felt it flowed better. Um. Yeah, so I think people were they stuck around. They wanted to see the Bucks. Um, so, yeah, the crowd was lively. To answer your direct question, when it came to Rampage, the crowd was lively. I was in the HMG uh, self help group Wednesday night, listening to Ben on Twitch while I had my headphones in. So, like, yeah. I was in the arena, full internet. I could hear what everybody in the chat room was saying and everybody was talking. I can because Ben plays the audio. I could also hear how they were portraying the audience. And when it came to like right. crowd being amped and excited, I felt like they were dead on. But there was a couple spots where like they were it they had turned up the booing and other things because like even I typed it out I was like why is the gain so high on this I was like the crowd is not this loud right now I'm sitting right here like it's not really no one is like not that excited and no one is that not that loud so wow. there was a couple times where they may have just you know turned the volume up to make it appear that the uh, not 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 like piping in but just turning it up the audience right. to volume to extra mics loud. even maybe right yeah to make it appear louder than it actually was all right well look for me watching it as a viewer i'm not gonna lie even though the swerve hangman you know debacle or feud yeah it was 35 minutes plus or 38 minutes dude or something like that it which was look it was a great match yeah, we but, talked about this on Dynamite too. I was just like, this was long for the crowd because, like, you know, it's Gaston, dude. It's, as soon as that match was over, I watched like a third of the crowd stand up because they probably had to go to the bathroom or they had to go get something to drink or whatever it was. 
And I watched a lot of people miss the the five minute thing afterward, which swerve wow. swerve was like five more minutes. Like I had a buddy who was sitting across the section because I he bought his tickets for his brothers and his wife back in December, um, for just for a Christmas present. Because like I don't we hadn't even really discussed going this year. So he because I just kind of like hit him up. I was like, hey, did you? Are you gonna go to the show? He's like, yeah, actually, we got him. We did this. We got it for Christmas. We're doing the family thing this year. I was like, okay. So I just bought a single ticket, right? Day of show or whatever it was, the day before for twenty bucks. Still got decent. I was gonna seats. ask you that. Was it twenty bucks? <laughs> yeah, still got decent seats. Uh, so I, you know, I just wasn't on hard cam. That basically, that's all you're paying for at that point. It's same sections as far as like distance to the ring and what you're gonna Absolutely, see. Absolutely right. And it's just it all becomes about I'm gonna be on hard cam so you can see me, and because you're paying for that, you're paying for that extra 40 50 bucks to be on our can or whatever and I, I didn't feel like doing it this year we did it last year i didn't really care this year. was the hard camera side pretty empty as it usually is no uh, are you talking about like on the opposite side where you couldn't see sorry where you couldn't see right yeah right, right. on uh, the hard camera side literally yeah, where the so hard camera do, is, right. I, I i posted the video in the group as well just of like a, a, a like a panoramic shot of me going back and forth panning from one side of the arena to the other it basically filled what's called the j-hook um uh-huh, so like right. one side of the arena and then it turns into you. like a j right and yeah, then and so instead like, of a horseshoe it's a j literally yeah, exactly. right so on the back on the hard cam side there were people there but it was sporadic you know i i my thought was uh and, and i can't confirm this but i thought maybe walk-ups you know maybe it was walk-ups people and they just kind of threw them over there on that side for extra seating um because it wasn't a lot maybe family members too i don't know could have been extras could have been local wrestlers who knows but there was people scattered about there no there's i mean there's a lot of you know arizona's got a pretty thriving independent wrestling scene so it could have been for sure underrated too as in the indie scene in arizona but um yeah no that's that's a good take man like i said i stayed off social media all week this week dude so i didn't actually notice the videos actually was uh it was john Inright actually told me that on the smack attack you probably heard that and i'm like oh shit but in saying that, look, I just wanted to do the quick take. If you want to know MSG's thoughts about Dynamite in particular, you can check out um, the Lighting the Fuse like, with himself. Oh, sorry. Did I say Lighting the Fuse? You, see, you did like say lighting. lighting a joint. Light the Fuse. I mean, okay. Light me, the Fuse. Former HMG producer of the year. And I have a hammy as true. well to prove it. Got a hammy. I have a metal too. So. He's got, oh, look at that. The hammy. Yeah. Dude, I botched the first time I, I was trying to present, uh, present. Oh my god! Here I am. I'm botching myself now. Present a hammy. Look at that. The ha- the hammy of the year goes to the EVP I mean, of HMG. The year 2020 MSG. <laughs> did we do one last? And we did. Did we have a hammy? I thought you guys did. I don't know. I don't think we did actually do. Yeah, Rick. Where's the goddamn hammies? We didn't, dude. Didn't, I, no dude. shit, we didn't, man. And I, I should win, I should get an award for comeback kid of the year because I came back last year. Yeah, I'm just back. saying, where's my damn he award? Is. I need another hand. Absolutely. Hey, look, Labra says that's a good-looking hand, pal. Good-looking hand. It does. You know, sometimes <laughs> at night I just touch myself with it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> when I'm alone, I'm just like, I really wish I could get a hand from Ben Hameen. I just, I just, I just place oh, it on yeah, my shoulder, pal. and I'm like, and I, it's like he's right there <laughs> guiding me. He's guiding me along. <laughs> oh, God. You got to do that for a fucking laugh, dude. That'd be a funny little gimmick. But thank you, Liz. Because no shit. You know, we've been doing this podcast thing for a few years now. And, um, you know, two years ago felt like last year for a moment because it felt like yesterday. 
But yeah, there actually wasn't a hammies this or last there was year. No hammies. All right, Rick, I'm gonna hit you up now. Somebody, Kaz doesn't listen. To uh, yeah, show. with Kaz. Kaz never listens to this fucking show. No, Kaz, he does. He pops oh, up. He does. He All right, Kaz, if you listen yeah, to this yeah. fucking show, you better clip this. Send it to Rick. Where's the goddamn hammies? Oh, you know what's funny, dude? I, I noticed um, John Enright. I don't think you realize who Kaz is. Absolutely. MSG <laughs> left and they retired the awards. I know. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, they it's did true. it in 2022 because I remember. Yeah, I was part of that one. Yeah, and the know, league I before. got nominated too. It was weird. Like, we are the South Park show got nominated, and I was thinking, well, we you haven't did. been on the network. I was like, we haven't been on the network now in like a year. Why did we get nominated? But okay, I'll take the nomination. So Hey, the listeners spoke, bro. Apparently. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know. Come on, dude. I'm being seriously. You're a lot well, more I mean, popular we, than we, you realize. Nominated, so thank you for nominating myself. Yeah. Part, that was nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, uh, let's get into Rampage, though, shall we? Because, let's talk about uh, it. As it emanated from got... the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona, to why, a sold-out crowd of set up of 5,000 people. Oh, yeah, pal. But why the Footprint Center? What's up with that? What? It, I mean, why? Oh, well, I mean, it's just based What's on What's with the name? Just based on sponsors. Yeah, but what is that? What is the footprint? I mean, I keep thinking of the foot soldiers from Ninja Turtles. So footprint is like a company, right? Okay, clearly. So, yeah, I mean, so I mean, do they print feet, or is that what is that what they do? Or <laughs> I'm serious, I'm joking, but it's just a weird name, a weird name for an for uh, for an arena, also. Yeah, you know, I mean, so, seriously. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know much about it. Maybe they're an athletic company <laughs> or something like that. You know, I mean. <laughs> Mm, athletics huh I, I yeah i've never heard of it i don't know well, maybe, some, maybe somebody in the chat can let us know because I, I mean i'm googling it. let me see what is footprint from footprint <laughs> center what is footprint uh, footprint i bet you oh, it's a printing company footprint? This footprint aims to eliminate single-use plastic with cups lids cartons and other food packaging that can be recycled or used as compost so they're uh, oh. i guess a, a green a going green kind of company well, shouldn't they call themselves? I get why the footprint now, right? I get yeah, the, it's a, they're what an they engineering mean. company that wants to the, eliminate the carbon. Footprint. Yeah, they're a carbon emission company. They're a single. Right. They want to eliminate single-use plastic and the and use the Sun's home complex to test new technologies. That's interesting. Hmm. There that you go. Maybe Print Center. I, 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 you know, whatever. It used to be called different things. The United Arena back in the day, or something like that. Oh, oh, yeah, they're like, changing shit these yeah days. you know i they call chase fields or whatever it's called i don't even know i still call it chase field uh like i think the right. guy back is now something else bank one oh and people still call it bank one ballpark because that's what it was called back in the day too so like everybody's had like the staples center i'm never gonna call it the right i was gonna say, arena Fuck you that. read my mind i was gonna say oh, the exact same thing you know what i mean like the staples center is always going to be the staples center i don't right. care if it's the name of the fucking company they it's the staples center okay it's the house that kobe built yeah, well, it's true. And Shaq, come on, Shaq is a big part of that. I've been kind of Kobe Bell for sure. <laughs> it's definitely Kobe's. And yeah, Phil, foot Phil fetish. Has Phil Jackson, he's got some foot fetish. That's what it is. That's Feel the real feet. deal, Jackson. I hate feet. Yeah. So do I, I actually, feet. man. It's pretty feral. I don't understand I don't like motherfuckers that love sucking on feet. I don't understand looking at them. I don't like bare feet. Like people are like, oh, what do you <laughs> oh, mean? Dirty like, bare feet, especially, I'm like, bro. I'm like, bro, I wear socks all the time. They're like, do you wear socks? <laughs> yeah. like, I wear socks right now, dog. Like I wear socks when I'm sleeping. The only time I don't wear socks <laughs> oh. are when I take a shower or I'm in the pool. That's it. Well, you think, right? I mean, but like Elizabeth sometimes, says. Sometimes on the beach, I'll wear sandals. You're not going to wear socks. That's weird. Yeah. Then you get sand in your socks. 
<laughs> Yuck, that's a bad feeling too, bro. Yes. Ugh, actually, just thought of it. But it's like really, he says, feet are icky. That, that sticky. Foul, foul chick, I have to, like I watched her on Raw the last two weeks. I'm like, oh, uh, so speaking of feet. <laughs> I mean, she looks like, like I'm a not dirty. The Tony Storm fan, but people at least like she seems to clean her feet when they're on camera. So I can't hate on. Them. I still, I still, I still hate them. I don't like them. They're disgusting. So wait, you can actually say that Tony Storm's feet actually clean? I, I mean, I, she doesn't wrestle in like bare feet. You know what I mean? So like most of the time when she's taking her shoes off, they're not like dirty on camera. Whereas when you watch that Valhalla chick. Mm. They're dirty, you know what I mean? So you even got, and then they zoom in on it, and you're just like, "What are you doing? <laughs> I don't want to see this." Valhalla, halla, halla. I'm not hollering at that. That's nasty. <laughs> oh, now no. Well, anyway, enough of the feet. Um, how are you? That's basically how I end up feeling. <laughs> I can't believe we're still talking about feet, but we're back on Rampage at the Footprint Center, as we said, and the first match of of Rampage kicks off. With the undisputed kingdom defeating the best of friends, um, I don't. I didn't really care about this match, didn't Matt. Care. I'm not gonna lie. Exactly. I just didn't care. And um, why should I care? Why is this match really a thing? I mean, cool. This I know they probably. This is just to extend this storyline between Roddy and Orange Cassidy because Roddy's going after the international championship. So that's all this is, is to extend that storyline between now, between the best friends and the undisputed because they're building up to this March because they painted themselves into a corner and made the match six weeks out. Oh, I'm not going to oh wrestle my you. God. That, that reminds me. So now they're coming up. They have to come so up dumb. with stupid things every week to try and elongate this feud rather than having the match and then maybe having Roddy win or ha by disqualification or having Orange win by disqualification so Roddy still gets a rematch. There's tons of things that could be doing. Could be having them doing tag matches. But instead, I'm not going to fight you for six weeks. It's like, okay, That's cool. all right, dude. I'll come back in six weeks then to this feud. <laughs> Don't call me. I'll call you. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like you know, so instead, now they're, you know, they got to mix in the other guys, right? This was, was this Taven and Bennett that was in this match? Yeah. Oh, yeah. More like Canellis and uh, Taven. The Ring of Honor tag team <laughs> champions or whatever as well. So, like, you know, I get it. Good for them getting They're TV a big time. deal, bro. Match wasn't bad. It's just like, uh, -uh. No, Whatever. I don't care. It wasn't. It wasn't bad, right? Technically, but again, like I just didn't really care for any of these guys. I mean, I don't mind the kingdom, but right now I don't even like this devil shit. It's stupid. Wardlow's an idiot, just quietly. I mean, this guy is just a follower. Clearly, yeah, I you know not a leader. As we've talked about on Dynamite over the weeks, it it just feels like Wardlow is the new kid at school. And, and his teacher was like, he go. the teacher went to the cool kids and was like, hey, guys, I'd really appreciate it if you just let Wardlow hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. He's a little around, bit sensitive. You know? feel part of the group because he, he's really going through the stuff. And they're like, this guy's six foot five, six foot seven, and we're all under six feet. Heck, yeah, we want this guy <laughs> to hang out with us. It'll make us look bigger and better when we do things. So they get Wardlow to hang out. And you, like I said, just how I watch it, it literally feels like I'm watching a guy hang out with the wrong click at school. It's very <laughs> odd. It's very weird. I, I don't understand. He looks uncomfortable. I don't understand. They're all trying to, like, yeah, Adam Cole on commentary trying to sell me on why they're friends and stuff like that. But they never had a 
they, there's no substance to their why they're together. Like we know why Wardlow's picks pissed was pissed at Max, so it made sense for him to be part of the attacking group, let's say. But not the Max. group. Yeah, but it, there's never there's never some resonation there on why Max and uh, I'm sorry, why Wardlow and uh the rest of the anybody from the kingdom are our friends in any way. Dude, so like, it because there's no connection there, I, I don't care. And to be honest, it for I mean it's Maybe he got somebody pointed out as been like to say the students are always listening. The last couple of weeks, at least he looks like he's in character, wearing the right clothes now. Looks like he's at least part of the group. But for weeks there, just he was coming out there and it didn't even look like he wanted to be there. You know what I mean? Do you blame him? No, I don't. But like at the same time, you know, step up for yourself, bro, and be like, hey, I'm not doing that. Like, no, I'm Thank more you. like, I'm, look at me. I'm six foot six, I'm, you know, 240 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> you know, you built me up to be this monster, and then you took it all away, dude. Elizabeth, like they're, they're the uh, ones doing bring Jeffrey back. You know what? You know what? Liz, oh, if, they, okay, if, yeah. that, Liz, if, that, if that was the storyline, like if Wardlow was the leader of the group and they were all his minions, I could get on board with that because that actually makes sense logically from yeah, just and- like a physicality standpoint. But like, and then I could be like, all right, well then you know, play into it, play into the high school bullshit of, of the of the jock getting the nerds to do his bidding, do that. But they're not even that's simple. They're not even doing that. That's into their 80s shit. You'd think they'd be doing it. As we talked about Dynamite, everybody seems to be into this 80s look now. Magnum TA type fucking the young uh, bucks are wearing oversized suits and stuff like that. So everybody's uh, into this 80s nostalgia kick because that's cool, brother. So oh, God. <laughs> he should be like, that don't work for me, brother. That don't work for me, brother. <laughs> but he said it works for me, brother. <laughs> that always works for me, brother. You know what? We'll know exactly what Labrat said. He's a special kind of cat, bro. And I think he means, you know, very special, you know, like I, I think when Wardlow's contract ends, hopefully WWE gives him a call. That's that's what I'm hoping. Well, for the, I, I'm glad you said hopefully, because you know what they did to him when he had a tryout at WWE? I don't know if you've heard this or not. I heard that it story, came out but... of his mouth. Right. They told him you'll never be a pro wrestler. Why like, not? Well, now he's, gone out, he's proved it. And also the regime has been changed. You know, you know, what's at the time, wasn't it? You know, uh, who was the, the guy? Man. Before? No, no, I'm saying down in NXT. Who was the guy before? Oh, uh, uh, you're, uh, you're talking about uh, the humorous one, Hugh Morris. That's his uh, wrestling name from WCW, but his actual name is uh, Bill. Uh, Bill fucking, what's his last name again? Yeah, I know you're talking about that guy. Before before Prince Albert, before that guy. Uh, yeah, you know yeah I'm Prince Albert about. was there too, though, I think, at the time. I think he came afterwards, though, I thought, to take over. Um... I'm not sure about that. I thought they were there at the same time, but who cares? Bill Mott, but... Demott, Demott's, Demott's or something Demott, like that? The Bill DeMott, that's it. Bill DeMott. Bill yeah, DeMott. that guy was there. So that guy's, you know, that's different. It's been 10 years now, right? So, like, the, you know, I'm sure if he showed up in NXT now, they would book him correctly. And like, Triple H and the rest of them, and Shawn Michaels would be like, oh, my God, yeah, like, we got another big monster. Well, no. <laughs> well, first of all, imagine not he did have his own group. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, he just comes across like you said earlier, like a he big. He needs better content. I'm just saying when he like his, he doesn't have a bad like delivery. He doesn't have a bad voice for a, a, like a big guy. You know what I mean? Like Brock wow, Lesnar, right, right. when you first heard his voice for the first time, <laughs> you were like, <laughs> "It'd be a high pitch." You know what I mean? Yeah, very yeah. high pitch. Wardlow's <laughs> yeah. got a very warm war. He does have a uh, I'm Wardlow kind of like n- normal. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you down, Max. Like he's got a very big bassy voice. 
So like if you yeah, gave him good but, content that was shortcut to the point that was, you know, effective, I'm sure he could pull it off. Well, I, I think what sure, Lee thinks I mean, WWE puts out some of the garbage that we've seen, I'm sure he could do it. Well, nothing is better than Warlow until we see Jeffrey. Yeah, justice for Jeffrey. They Hashtag really, just for Jeffrey. They really cut out Jeffrey there. Like, like at least the, if they're going to play the game with a stupid giraffe, keep playing the game with it. <laughs> Absolutely. And Harvey says, who, who, Elizabeth? You don't know the giraffe? It was the stuffed there giraffe go, the in the background that the kingdom with, with had. the kingdom, right. Adam Cole. Exactly. Body. I keep Next strong. Body strong freaking vignette pack. Adam! And he's at his house or whatever. <laughs> he's got a stupid giraffe. It was, that f- it was cute though, dude. He even had a little neck gimmick too. Dumb, you know what I mean? Neck strong, bro. Come on. I mean, you don't bits. like Jeffrey? I mean, but, but you know what's funny about Roddy, man? When he sees Samoa Joe, he's like, Samoa! Yeah, he got to him. Yeah, he got to him. <laughs> yeah. It makes me laugh, dude. That makes me laugh, but it's stupid. It's, it's real stupid. But uh, Wardlow, look, man, I, I was a big fan of his initially, but I'm not going to lie. You know, TK and the band, the EVPs, literally have made me hate this guy now because Wardlow? of how badly they botched it. Right. Uh, well, I, mean, I mean, think I about it. Like, I've, no, like, not literally. I don't mean that. I don't hate anybody. I mean, the character you're saying, right, his on-screen right. character, you don't like his character. No, I get that. Like, cause I, look, the thing is, I've obviously I've gone to a multiple amount of AEW events now. And I've gone to the AEW like all access fast fests or whatever and stuff like that. And like I can just say, like, from a personal human standpoint, he seems like he's a genuine guy. He interacts with everybody wholesomely, always smiling. Like he just seems like he's a good guy, like in general. Right now, oh, he sure seems he like he's in a position he doesn't want to be in because he doesn't feel like he's probably being utilized correctly because they've got, you know, well other quote unquote big name stars that Tony Khan <laughs> loves. Big name stars, big if name you get stars. my drift. Well, they've got big name stars they don't utilize correctly. That being, you know, a guy like Moxley or a, a guy Moxley. like, you know, Edge or Christian. Sorry, Adam Who? Copeland. I mean, they're using yes. Christian and Adam Copeland, I guess, effectively. Though, but those guys are doing their own thing. Are they really, though? I mean, yeah. they've... They stopped. What happened to the feud? They just well, stopped they had to, they had for a couple of weeks. On, they had to cool it down a little bit. I don't mind them cooling that, them down the feud right now because Adam Copeland's got to work his way back up. So I, I mean, the, so I get that. Yeah. I, I don't mind them cooling it, down the feud in that regard. But that's his goal. That's still in the background. You know, he's doing this Cope Ope challenge or whatever it is, so that way he can big, build his rankings to get back to Christian. So that's still kind of there in the background. If they had done something similar like that, as me and Ben had mentioned on Dynamite with Swerve and Hangman during the Intercontinental Breakfast Championship Tournament, where like Swerve or yeah. Hangman interfered on each other, that would have like made sense. But they didn't even do that. They just put it on ice for seven weeks and they came back to it. So like you, you didn't have that luring in the background to kind of always remind you. You know what I mean? So sometimes they do it right and sometimes they do it wrong. That's the problem I mentioned at the top of the show. You got these companies who are like one week we do something great and the next week we don't follow it up or oh, we don't follow it up for two months. And then Hold I'm just on, be like, yeah, awesome. Oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tony. And like, you know, no, but really there are a lot of those t- fans, which is bizarre to me, but nothing beats watch next week. Like, announcing a show five weeks from now so fuck next week fuck the week after fuck the week after that 
Yeah, it was a dumb announcement. Once again, Phoenix utilized again. They announced, they made an announcement last year when I was there. Because I remember me and my friend Kavi going to show. Shout out to my boy Kavi. And I was like, oh, I wonder what the announcement's going to be. Blah, blah, blah. This could be cool. Maybe we'll actually get something interesting. And then it was just like, coming up in whatever amount of time. We got a, we got a show coming up. Blah, blah, blah. It might have been the Wembley. They might have made the Wembley announcement last year. Oh, my God. Show. Yeah, it was a year in advance. Don't you remember? Oh, that's this year. Sorry. Or something. Like, it was last February, the same time frame. So, like, I don't, it was our, the first time to think. So, I know they made a, a reference about another big show coming up. And we were like, uh, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't care. Answer, folks. I'm in Phoenix. Like, and then again, you do it again. I, I don't understand those type of announcements are things you can do on your social media. Do a press release, or you do it in the middle of something else. I don't know. But you don't, or you, you, you have a pre-tape. I don't care. Something you don't do it to the live crowd. Oh, no, pre-tape that shit, man. Or something you don't do it to the live crowd and be like, "Hey, we're coming in, blah blah blah, Phoenix. We're gonna do a huge announcement on Dynamite this week, and we're all excited. <laughs> What's it gonna be? Are they gonna announce Sasha Banks? Are they gonna announce Okada? Is Will Osprey finally uh, here? No, we're we're going big business. Where that's for Sasha. He's dollar sides. Yeah, exactly. Is gonna is gonna debut. Uh. That's for reals here in Boston. And get this, what's even funnier, right? Yeah, not only Boston at the T, the TD Garden Arena. The garden. The Garden. Boston the Garden. garden. Yeah, chow there. Chow there. Chow there. <laughs> oh, chow there. Yeah, whatever. Um, the, the Boston accent's the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. But anyway. Um, Who are you, Bill? Huh? Who are you, huh? A Massachusetts <laughs> fucking police over here. Eh? <laughs> it's kind of like actually they they pronounce words similar to the way we pronounce words too yeah exactly exactly water <laughs> you know what i mean just but uh the car. just park the car yeah the car they said exactly like we do the car you park know what i mean park the car <laughs> i mean it's just, but i always say chow there i always water. think it's simpsons chow you know what i mean chow there well, but actually- uh I mean, we don't need to get in the dialect. That's a different form of like a Boston accent. There's because there's di- there's different forms of Boston accents. There. What are you there's, alluding to there, Matthew? No, I'm just saying there's like the. JFK, <laughs> I know what you're saying, right? Like, right. You know what I mean? There's like that JFK Boston type accent, and there's like Mayor Quimby from The Simpsons, right? Yeah, yeah. That, like you're more of your exactly. Mark Wahlberg, you know, accent Boston, right? So there's different variations of the Boston accent. Just like there's no, different variations of the New York accent. You know? I was gonna say. I mean, they're kind of similar, but I find the Boston one. It sounds sort of a more dumbed down version of the New York accent, if that makes I'm kind of sense. Sorry, sorry, peeps. I said it. I said it. It's all right. I Look, I've got an Australian that. accent. Liz, I didn't say that. Liz, I never said that. He said that. I remember. <laughs> hey, Liz, like Liz would care. <laughs> Nasal sounding. I mean, yeah, it'd be, you know. Chow <laughs> there. Exactly, nasal. But uh, anyway, see, you're pissing off the audience. He's like, "Fuck Boston, fuck Beantown." But anyway, no, we love you, Boston. I think not really, but you know, fuck the Celtics at least and the Red Sox. But anyway, yeah, we all agree there. Fuck the Celtics, but but baseball's not my thing. But fuck the Celtics. But but just remember though, your jersey is is my team, so represent. Technically, I'm not a Lakers guy. I just like the, you know, the. Jer- I've got a heaps of different jerseys, obviously, but I'm a Bulls fan, uh, like a real big Bulls fan. But uh, we're idiots, anyway. Don't even, I don't even want to go there. Put it that way. But um, they can never get it right, man, anymore. Even with good fucking players. But anyway, who cares about the Bulls right now? Um, but I just don't understand the the way TK made that announcement, dude. Right? It was like the. Con, bi- yeah. It's. 
thought you meant TK Ho for a second. I was like, oh, all right, TK. Tony Khan. <laughs> Did I say Nick Khan? Did I say oh, Nick Khan? You said TKF for whatever reason. I thought TK. Oh. Okay, sorry. No, no. no. no I got what you're saying. I, I TK. said TK. When Tony Khan made the announcement about Phoenix, go ahead. Yeah, like, like it's going to change the landscape of professional wrestling, apparently. And then WWE flopped their, you know you what know, they their should TKOs be out. Here's what you do, and, I, and I'm going to I'm going to tell you how to do this. And this is the simplest thing that they guess what they did it. <coughs> <laughs> you're right. Getting there. so amped up here. They did it back in the 70s. Okay. All you had to do for the next, what is it, March 13th, so a month away, all you had to do for the next four weeks was just show, like, cryptic video package. Just do that. Show me a cryptic video package. Put <laughs> some effort, right. Yeah, show a cryptic I video package. I mean, I'm not saying you still can't do it, but it's kind of ruined now at this point with the logo and everything, you know what I mean? It's, it's, like, <sighs> it's big business. Uh, so it's kind of, you <laughs> with know, dollar kind of, signs. we all know it's going to be Monet, so it's like, why don't, but why didn't you, you could have done some sort of, you, you can, do some sort of cryptic videos to say, hey, you know, Monet's coming, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, make have dollar, a point in the background. You know, you know make uh, all her ching sound effects or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something. Cash I mean, register, shit. whatever. Cash I'll register, like. absolutely. Ching, ching, ching. I'm no. rich, bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I like the Dave Chappelle reference. You don't think yeah. I got PlayStation? I'm rich, bitch. Love that, man. Speaking of uh, cunts, I think. Hey, look, it's it fucking Pierce. It's Look the at, biggest cunt of them all. My name is Pierce Dawson, yeah? And I'm fucking bald, and I got a fucking radio show. I fucking interview everybody on the radio. Let me make a fucking clip where I fucking don't know what's fucking going on for the fucking viewer, because I don't fucking live in Australia! <laughs> all right, I love you, Pierce. I love you. We, we both don't exist, though, Matt. Oh, sorry, Matthew, uh, on this occasion. Yeah, I'm talking uh, to AI right now, so that's what you change bro. your name to bloody AI. That's... that's what yeah, not bloody Rhea Ripley. Then how does Rhea oh, Ripley exist? I, I just talk like fucking Pierce from the rest of the fucking show. <laughs> Back to the Pierce show. I'm the fucking best <laughs> podcast in the fucking world. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing because it's like you're giving me shit, but you know what I mean? It's funny though. <laughs> that, it's like, yeah, I'm the <laughs> dad bug god. Yeah, no, show. I love Pierce, man. In the fucking world, you can listen to my fucking show. Now we sound like we're taking the piss, but uh, we, we love you, bro. Now, come on, go check out his show, though. Uh, so, <laughs> as everybody does, hey, Pierce, man, what you're a sex machine? Apparently, he's an AI generated he's an, he's an AI sex generated machine. Sex Whoa, wow, yeah, it's awesome. Well, I'm an AI generated sex machine. Fuck Vince McMahon, he took my job, yeah? Yeah, I was going to say that. I was just going to say, well, I know a sex machine. Just saying. All right, Rampage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Undisputed wins this match. Thoughts on the they match? Do. Moving on. No thoughts at all. All right. <laughs> really? Yeah, the, I didn't care about the match. I just, Romero, I don't know, I couldn't Cassidy get into it. And Beretta took the fall. So, um, yep. Tony Schiavone, I guess, mentioned that he, Cole is still in a walking boot, but still chooses to use a wheelchair. <laughs> That was a, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, I mean, why? Uh, it said, uh, it, I guess, I don't know, you guys got on the television side, Rampage actually had <laughs> entrances for the match. It didn't just start hot. Oh, sorry. Um, Daddy Magic, by the way, I will say I booed him. <laughs> when, when he got announced, like his, I was like, ah, come on, man. Daddy Magic. <laughs> Hey, what's uh, up wrong with you, huh, Matthew? <laughs> I can't even do a, what I'm he. Not a, I'm not a big daddy magic fan. So. Oh man, he's an idiot. I mean, who says as a as a gimmick? As a wrestler, I am. My, I'm not a fan my of tits are hard. 
Daddy Magic <laughs> is good in like uh, you know small doses, like when he's just doing his quick little things backstage or really quick. Like it's it, it can be good, but like when I have to hear him for an hour, no, I'm good. I don't need to hear you and your gimmick for a full hour, dude. <sighs> he's all right on commentary. I'll give him that. He's not as it's crazy. A full hour. I don't need to hear him for a full hour. But that's true too. Uh, but anyway, after the match, though, we see Undisputed Kingdom set up their chairs inside the ring, which Strong uses to destroy Romero once again with his finisher. The heels ran off or run off as Cassidy gets back in the ring a little too late, though. I mean, okay. stop putting your hands in your pocket, Orange, and maybe you would have got there in time. <laughs> I mean, just a word of it. Yeah, pockets. Just a word of advice. Anyway, speaking of pockets, and maybe they run deep because it's our favorite boys. Go ahead. Oh, shit. Yeah, play that, actually. That's um, perfect. Play it, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> and we see the true EVPs in, what is it? Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Call them yeah. by their God-given name. <laughs> Keep playing that tune because it's they were like a bunch of Sonic. It was Sonic and Tails, bro. I mean, <laughs> this match was I mean, fast. Like we knew what it was. Like the guys are local guys. Yeah. I want to say. I, 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 I've already put their names over. It was like Mondo and something else. They're well, trained. I, was it Rip, 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 or some? I can't remember the other guy's name. The yeah, Puerto Rican-looking dude. They're, they're local guys, but one of uh, they're local from the area, if you will. I know that they one of the guys, like I said, I put him over. He like he trained. He's trained with like Sinbodi, and he's also trained with yeah. like uh, Booker T and other people like that. Blah, really? Blah. Like so, one of the guys, and like you have to imagine the other guy is going to be just as trained as, as his tag team partner. So, like they seem to have a good background and good base. Uh, but it, this was a squash match, right? Just to get over and talent enhancement. I mean, the guys came out with their suits on, so they weren't even <laughs> in actual gear, right? Yeah, I mean. And they're wearing them since last Wednesday, apparently, uh, Matthew. Yeah, I mean, that, I I thought that was funny, like because I was like, when they came out and he started, like he started talking about Wednesday, I was like, we just saw you like thirty minutes ago. What do you mean? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I get it, but it's for, live, it's for the TV show. <laughs> yeah, I, yo, and do I, I'm one of those guys at wrestling events that you probably should not have your kids around because I'm just yelling out shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all. They come to the ring and they got a lot of things at WWE shows. That's probably why I don't go to those shows. <laughs> oh, no, they've got more class. They're more classy over there at WWE. They love shitting on heads. I just don't want to yell the wrong thing around kids because there's more kids at like like uh, WWE shows. I'm not saying there isn't kids at AEW shows. I saw kids. <laughs> what would a kid like I AEW? Laughing when I said things around their kids, so like I I knew right. I had the green light. Like okay, you're cool with this. Like you you knew what you're getting into when you brought your kid here. Like. <laughs> 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 I mean, seriously. But um, anyway, so Matthew and Nicholas Jackson, the Jacksons, right? Uh, basically, they walk to the ring with new cheesy entrance music. Oh, sorry, Sonic oh, and, and Tails Jackson. I Sonic Jackson. I guess the music wasn't played very loud over the comms. So I didn't, I'll have to go back Dude, and check it out. We could come up with so much better than this. was just pathetic, lazy. It was just some weird, I think, piano riff. Some stupid shit. Dude, it was generic as generic. Generic as generic. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it couldn't get more generico than El Generico. But no, seriously. And they came out with the fakest looking blood. I don't know. On a 4K TV, it looked pretty fucking fake. And you know what else I noticed? In part of the blood splatter, 
I noticed a little smiley face, which makes it a little more suspect, shall I say, that the blood was fake. Because what was their little smiley face uh, sort of image doing on the on one of the Jacksons? Is it uh, on the jacket? Yeah, which is weird. I'm like, what the hell? That's that's fake blood. And I didn't know blood was kind of uh, watermelon looking sort of color. I kind of like it. <laughs> I'm a, but I play piano, so I'm a, I'm a keys player. So, like, I'm a, I'm a mark for piano. Kind of like it. Yeah. I kind of like I like the video. I kind of like I like this EVP look thing they got going. I kind of do EVP. too because they're douchebags, right? About it, which is fine. But all they're doing, they're only doing this so they can. They knew they were going to get booed initially. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, they they end up defeating those two local guys in Mondo Rocks. And Robbie Litt. Yeah, but Mondo Rocks he... and Robbie Litt. That's us. They're both from the Vegas, Phoenix market area. Yeah. Yeah. What are names? Mondo Rocks. I mean, yeah. And Robbie Litt something. What was he lighting? A dynamite stick? He was lighting the fuse. Oh. Ah, good. Yeah. Nice. Touche. Yeah. Touche. But anyway, um, so yeah, it was it was a bit of a longish. Not it wasn't long. Don't get me wrong. But it, it was fast. They could have. Yeah, like it could have been ended in under a minute. They went probably five minutes. Well, you know, you got to give them a little bit of time. Give the dog talent. It's a rampage show, and they got to draw a little bit of time. I guess. You I guess you're a quick right. Match, you, you know, you make the fans sit around for an hour to watch the Young Bucks wrestle after the show is over. They're gonna be pissed, right? So you got to at least give them five minutes. The young Bucks. <laughs> well, hey, I'm just look. I'm not the biggest Bucks fan, right? I'm not wrong. You know, like, over the top fan. Like I like the Bucks. In fact, I like this. Dude. This is the version of the Bucks I like. This is the buck. The, them getting back to this bullet club, fuck the system stuff is why I like the buck, the young bucks in the first place. So like, I like what they're doing now for sure. Dude, uh, I was a fan of theirs before AEW, like while they were in Ring of Honor in Japan. Oh, no, I hated Generation Me, bro. I, I hated Generation I Me. Loved it. I never, dude. I kid you not. This you know sort of I goes full it. circle. So many people were so mad that they kept winning the fucking tag team titles back then when TNA bro, straps on them. I they were loved oh. Generation. So I've mean, hated that name, but they'll still Nick and Matt Jackson, except oh, they'll generation me. Think about like Ben talks about how their whole gimmick, right, was making fun of the business. I mean, generation me is making fun of instead of generation X, right. it's generation me, right? Exactly. So, like it is, it's it's still a rib on the business itself. So I don't know. But yeah, Styles and the Bucks ring on. I've been big, like I said, big AJ Styles fan, my favorite wrestler since I was like 15. So me too, bro. I mean, all from I've followed his whole career, dude. He made me laugh. I was watching this. He's a character. You know, he's a good Christian boy, right? Yeah. I'm talking about AJ Styles. I was watching a wrestling iceberg on YouTube a couple of weeks ago, right? And this made me laugh. I'm not saying it's right, so anyone listening, don't get offended. I'm just telling you what AJ Styles said, right? Okay. So a gay listener, he was on a Trigger podcast, warning. right? Trigger warning. No, no. Right. Well, yeah. I had to warn just in case. <laughs> well, anyway, he was on a podcast, right? And, you know, someone called in who was a gay uh, person, right? Okay. And, he, and, he's, and he's spilling his guts, dude, literally saying, you know, AJ, you know, he asks him this straight up. How does it feel being like, and I'm cutting a long story short, how does it feel being like an icon in the gay community, right? And, you know, <laughs> you think he's going to respond positive, right? He said he's like, what? The gays? 
<laughs> like that way he said it, bro. <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck? What a funny guy, bro. Oh, like offended, bro. Like, I mean, offended. He's like, they're gays. <laughs> you gotta check it out. I'm gay. That's fine. I'm married. I have kids. What you mean I'm bro. gay? <laughs> He was so fucking offended. (laughs) He was offended, bro. Like, no shit. I'm like, wow. Like, no shit. And he used the F word, too. And I'm not talking about the four letter one. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. That came out of AJ's mouth. That shocked me more. Because he doesn't swear. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah, I guess he's, uh, you know, very Christian. Just like, oh, he's he's straight up. He really does have four kids. Okay. (laughs) You just got to hear the way he said it. You'll laugh. You'll be on the floor, man. I'm telling you that. It was just hilarious. But yeah, he's a, he's, he really made me laugh. So shout out to AJ, I guess, who I never thought would have said anything like that, but he did. And I was, when I was 15, I had a picture of him, like when he had short hair. And this was like a picture from like the you are, you are, I am, I am days. Yeah, no, this was like from a magazine. <laughs> this was from like the oh. TWI back then, the Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine, when they actually used to put out magazines back in the day, like you could buy them in stores and stuff like that. So, like, oh I man, I used to buy them all the time. I used to, I, I think I had a picture that was taken from like Bill Apter, like, or some. Oh, Bill Apter was the best during that. Yeah, days, so I think man. I had like a picture of that or something like that. And I, I had it like in my high school binder. And I remember walking around, people were like, who's that? I'm like, that's AJ Styles, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So, like, I've been a big fan of Styles from the get-go. So, anyway, let's move on to the next match here. While you're, <laughs> while, 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 while you're setting up whatever you're setting up, uh, they had another CMML talent It was in action this week. It was Mystico, uh, formerly known as Sinkara, uh, taking on Matt Seidel. Um, they had yeah, two masks. Yeah, the flashback. And two mass luchadors. Yeah, it was like there was kind of a pop from the crowd because I think the pop, the, the crowd didn't really understand it first until it started. The murmur started to happen when people started to say that's Sin Cara. And people are like, wait a minute, that's Sin Cara? And they're like, that's Sin Cara. The that's Mystico. Sin-cara. That's Sin Cara. And as soon as people kind of got that, being that the demographic is a lot more Latino in the area, I think people that the match started to pick up a little bit better probably in the second half. Well, his actual look is exactly what his look was in WWE as Sin Cara, as Mystico. And I'm not talking about, or Matthew, we ain't talking about Hunico, who became the second version of Sin Cara. We're talking about the OG, right. Exactly. You know, he's a real gangster dude, bro. He pulled out a gun on Alberto Del Rio. No shit, dude. And that's what, apparently he's a real hard motherfucker, man. Apparently, I mean, clicked up. That's what Del Rio said, even on a... On so a I shoot interview, a, I would like to say from a live standpoint, I definitely felt like there was an energy shift in this match. People did kind of get excited once. I mean, in, in general, the population of Arizona is a larger demographic of Latino Hispanic. Oh, so absolutely. Seeing, seeing a luchador on the show for that, you know, the luchadors got over with a live crowd. I don't know how it appeared. Uh, from no, they Dynamite. did. They did. From, okay, Definitely. so they did. Okay, so from both Dynamite and Rampage, yeah, I, I expect them to because it's like it's a hot market for sure for Luchador wrestling. Um, so they, of course, they were going to get them out. CML has got a presence here in Arizona. They do shows here like once a year too, or something like that, like a Taco Fest or the Chandler Fest or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. So like I've seen them wrestle. Um, so they, yeah, the crowd was hot for uh, Mystico. And again, even more, I felt like that shift. Like I heard people literally going, "Like, no, that's Sin Car, that's Sin Car." And like, yeah, no, that's Sin-Car. you know. It's like I heard people around. So me. people were still second guessing, like they weren't sure. Well, I just don't. Fascinating, think, actually. I, yeah, I just don't think people realized at first because, like, it again, an unannounced match that you don't know, right? You're just sitting there in the crowd, and all of a sudden, a guy you're sitting there in Mystico, a guy in Mystico comes out, and then it then it goes, 
holy shit, that's Sin Cara. And people are like, what? No, that's Mystico. No, that's fucking Sin Cara. And people are like, oh shit, it's Sin Cara. You know, it mean? <laughs> yeah. kind of takes off. And then like once that happened, then I think the picked up. But the match was pretty good. I I like I as far as from a rampage match, which one did I like the most? I thought this was probably my my favorite one mm. on the show. You know what's funny though? I felt this match was very not like them though. They weren't really flipping like they would yeah, back in the day. Like, that's probably why I like the Yeah, match. absolutely. But it's odd though. Even the commentators made reference they're saying this is so not like these two. Which is, yeah, I found that interesting too. And I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? They're you know right. What? That's probably, you know what that was? And if we're just going to guess, you know, and maybe Ben Hami would back this up knowing him too. That was probably a Matt Seidel call, right? Matt Seidel knowing that the Possibly. crowd has seen all this other stuff we've seen throughout the night. You know, we already saw the Luchador matches with the BCC taking on the CML stuff, right? We've already seen all this high fly, high flying action stuff. Let's do something a little bit different that maybe we don't necessarily do. And let's show them that we can do this. And then we'll, you know, we'll we'll still spot throw in our spices here and everything there that we normally do. But you know, we can sh we can showcase our talents in a different way. And they did, and that's probably why it was my favorite match of the night. I was like, oh wow, this is not over the top crazy. Well, really, it probably was the best match. And even though I wasn't that impressed by it because really these two do a different style. But you're right, the fact that they were actually more grounded, it just threw me off a little bit because I wasn't expecting that. But in saying that, though, these guys are getting up in age, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're getting close to their late 40s at this it's point. True. And really, either one of them are nowhere near. Right. They're not the same, dudes. And they need to slow down. I mean, you work smarter, not harder, right? That's the saying. So and that's what they need to do. Hardy, man. Oh, dude, I don't know how he does it, man. Still. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And Darby Allen's like. Darby Allen's like you. Want me to, Darby Allen's like you want me to stop doing it, but Jeff Hardy's doing it. Nobody's yelling at him as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Darby Allen is a. F I like Darby. Don't get me wrong, but he's a fucking idiot. Straight up. I mean, I like Darby Allen too. So I just think he. I mean, he does a lot of questionable stuff, but it's not my body. Unnecessary too. Yeah, right. Body. I get that. You know? But why would you do risk. that to yourself? He's man, the one well, taking the risk. I guess I don't know, man. It's not smart. From a long-term health benefit, but I mean, he's, he's openly said he knows it's not smart. So I mean, that's well, his choice. So I mean, that that makes it even worse. The fact that he's self-aware of it and continues to do it. But well, I, I mean, you like can you also said, make the case why do boxers box that, knowing what that we they know, right? You're openly getting into a ring to have your head smashed in with another man with the glove. Same thing with MMA fighting, yeah, right? You're knowing that getting into a ring, knowing you're getting get into a fight, but you're gonna get hit, and it's not that's not. Safe. No, you're right. You got to be a, a different type of human to be into that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, especially boxing, right? Because they're taking head. I mean, even MMA, you blunt can force trauma, bro. MMA, you can get caught and get knocked out, but boxing is repetitive punching. Night. That's you know, what I'm saying. Fight after fight after fight. Yeah. That's why MMA, the damage is is not on the same level in terms of punching to the head as it is with boxing because yeah, MMA is more broken even, bones and other things. And yeah, stuff, yeah. Strange. Not just that. Muscles the, and you, eyes popping you think, out or something and bleeding. Oh, you see some fucked up shit. Yeah, and it makes MMA. it a more gruesome stuff for sure. But they, you know, they must be on some shit though, the MMA fighters, because somehow they, they like just keep going. It's weird, dude. Whereas in boxing, I mean, you get a lot of deaths. There hasn't been a death in UFC. I don't know about MMA, but in UFC, 
that actually hasn't happened yet. No, Labra brings up a good point. This is a work. It's not real. Like, and as someone exactly aspiring, what I was gonna say. Was gonna say that was my point, though. You know, an aspiring actor, and you know, I, I, I say aspiring because I do act work. I do work. I'm, I'm working on a, of this next six days. I'll be on set, so I'm working on a movie. My first uh, SAG, my first union SAG film. Um, Ooh, so Hollywood, I, Matthew. Uh, not yet, but hopefully I'm going to the East Coast, <laughs> so more like well, hopefully New York, Matthew. Um, but uh, <laughs> and how SAG works is like depending on how many lines or how many SAG commercials or union work you do, you can become SAG eligible. So because I have I have a lead role in this movie, hopefully I become SAG eligible. I digress. What I was going to say, it'd be like me meeting like a SAG uh, actor or SAG stuntman and him like really killing himself, not safely doing the stunts, <laughs> but being like, nah, fuck that. Oh, John. Oh, John. Window and landing on this pad. I'm going to land on real <laughs> fucking blah, blah, blah. You're not fucking Jackie Chan. Okay, calm down. I'm not Jackie Chan, but I'll jump it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's. I mean, look how many stunt people have actually been killed too. When you think about it, Jack Chan, what a motherfucker! But I mean, even when you do look at all of his stunts, you go, you know, those are some crazy things. But if you practice it, you could probably do this. And Jackie Chan has been practicing this stuff for his whole life, so I get it. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. And like uh, Medium Five says in the chat, "Ain't Matt? It's like getting credits to build up so you can get insurance, but also first dibs." It's true, pal. It's true. Well. Anyway, we did sort of skim That's past the, the bucks. That is, that is literally how acting works. It's stupid. Like, like people are like, "Well, you need for you to go get a good acting job, you need to get booked." And then you're like, "Okay, I need to get booked." And then you're trying to get booked. And they're like, "Yeah, but to get booked, we need to see that you have previous credits." And I'm like, "Well, I'm trying uh, to do that. I'm trying to get booked to build the credits. Let me get that credit, motherfucker. Spot. <laughs> you need to go do local movies, local student projects. Build your resume that way." And you're like, "Okay, I guess that's that's what I'm doing right now." Yeah, that's. I mean, well, I'm, I'm doing that right now. So, I it's guess it's not what you know. It's who you know, man. A lot of it is who Matthew. you know. I've gotten booked right. in a movie that just because I was in the, I was in two other movies with the actor. In fact, uh, I'm two hours away from going to a party with them tonight. One of the actors having a birthday. Oi, um, I mean, it's down the street. He invited me. Yeah. So like, but that director, I met him through two other movies, and then he was like, "Dude, you look like the guy I want to make a movie about." <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't even have to audition. Yep. Cool. Sweet. It really can be just about who you know right Sometimes place right extra time as well. one day roles just so i can get in and meet those directors and absolutely man for one you day got a network work. man you yeah, got exactly. a network like i got cast I, mean, I just had to turn down this role unfortunately because now i'm moving but i had got cast in this movie uh that they're shooting next month it's an all-black cast but the guy had actually casted me as the guy to die the, the white guy die, the guy who dies in the, in the you're the Kenny in the movie. Yeah, exactly. And Wait, were you like, gonna get beat up all the? I was like, yeah, I'm down to do that one because that's cool. Like, it'll be a cool death scene for the real. But I was also thinking that's <laughs> just networking because I can network with other individuals who do other movies that they'll consider me. Absolutely. Whether the race is black or not doesn't matter to me. I'm just saying, like, that's irrelevant. Like, right? Exactly. Network, right. I'll take this role so that way I can do it. And to me, I also told him, I was like, "You're killing the white guy." I'm like, "That's awesome. Like, that's cool. Like, you're you're reversing." A hundred percent. You're gonna be like a racial related death for sure. Yeah, I'm like hell yeah. <laughs> you know, that's fine. I'm yeah, paid, whatever. Like, as long as <laughs> no, it's not really, born, like, we're good. Like. Oh wow! Well, I mean, just not stay different. away from from your original neck of the woods. Uh... As long as it's not wait, I should phrase that. As long as it's not porn or Scientology movies. So I'm not doing Scientology. Oh movies. shit! No Tom Cruise in for you, dude. I could make bank as a Scientology actor. 
Bank. I'm not dude. I'm not, just go all in, bro. Just no, just not, work I'm them. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I could. No, I'm not kidding so either. Much. No, I don't want to be a Scientology. Another ruin. Go my Scientology, bro. Go oh, Scientology. Please. The poor man's virgin is is actually Mormon. Dude, I could when you think about it. Scientology. <laughs> serious. I get casting requests on my things dude. all the time for it. Golden go. whatever fucking entertainment <laughs> it is, and I'm. It's like they pay you bank. It's like five or ten grand for like one I'm project you, bro. for like a couple days. That's go all in, bro. Uh, you got to go straight all in. Scientology. I literally had works. an acting coach. I had this discussion with an acting coach, and I said, "Okay, what's worse in 2024? <laughs> if I did porn or if I did a Scientology movie?" She goes, "What's worse is the Scientology movie." And I was like, "Wow." <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah. Like, she's like, "Porn. Everybody's got OnlyFans, and everyone's doing anything. You can recover from that." She's like, "But you can't recover. <laughs> You're not going to be able to recover from doing a Scientology movie unless you do a movie with Tom Cruise. You might be able to get in a couple of his movies." But, but that's, that, that's all right because you'll get the connections in Scientology, bro. And then from there, you you go full blown Hollywood Matt. And bro. when I say that, I would never be able to do a Scientology movie because I blasted them way too much in the South Park podcast, and I'm never going to be able to be allowed <laughs> it in China either. So I mean, there's Ooh, that. Stay away from Xi Jinping. Well, no, I'm just a huge South Park guy. I'm never. I'll never. Get, I'll never <laughs> I'm just get. saying. Never get it. Like, oh, you're you're Matthew Gage, huh? <laughs> yeah, you'll be not coming back after that, bro. You go to China. You know how China is with their technology. They would just do a background search, and I'd come right up. I mean, shit, dude. Like, what's I, that like, show? I, like, luckily in my new job that I just got, people are like, "Aren't you worried about your podcast?" I'm like, "My podcast that I do is not on the new job, the television network that I just got hired at. My, my South Park's not on their network." I was like, "And the wrestling I'm reviewing, not on their network either." So I'm like, "There's no conflict of interest for me in any way." So like, I don't feel weird about continuing to talk about these things that are being critical as a fan because i'm not like being critical against the company i'm working for you know what i mean right so, like a fan of fucking south park so what like really even though it can affect you unfortunately but that's that's just social media and society today right. unfortunately matt you know what i mean people are there to crucify anybody these days which is just sad man like no like i mean i'll give you an instance like i did apply and i didn't get hired but like had i got hired at cnn my pitch would have been dude like you, you, I don't have to stop my South Park podcast, right? Because I love South Park. I'm promoting. Right. I'm promoting a Warner product. Now, would I've had to stop doing the AEW podcast? Maybe because I'm critical, oh. right? And I wouldn't want to be critical of the content. Like there was a time where I worked for Fox. It's a conflict of interest, because that's why. I mean, if you listen to the last podcast, we talked about this. That's why I stopped doing HMG for a little bit because I was working for Fox, which is a conflict of interest because SmackDown was on the show. And I'm on a network yeah. where everyone's going, fuck WWE. And I didn't want to be that guy. Like, I don't want to be, like, taking money and you know, going back and forth. So, like, right. I stopped for a little bit. And then once I finished up with Fox and I was like, okay, well, no, now I can get back on the podcast with my friends and talk wrestling. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I made and- sure that this time, wherever I was working, <laughs> had no pro wrestling. <laughs> Dude, put it this way. The biggest mistake I ever did was have a pro wrestler on, on one of my shows reviewing an AEW pay-per-view. Because no shit. I should have known better, right? But I didn't think about it. I, I don't want to mention their name. You'll know who he is. I'll tell you off. I mean, everyone will know who he is, really. But but you you probably know him, though. He's part of our... No, no, no. It wasn't oh, Murderhawk. Okay. But, but I love Murderhawk, though. He's great to actually interact with. He's very, like... Uh, you can actually approach him. He, he will talk to you straight oh, away. Yeah, you know. Most people... Most wrestlers are approachable if you're not a mark. No, they are. Absolutely do that. As a matter of fact... No, for sure. Like, Don't act like anybody, a Mark Todd and they're just normal wanna, people. It doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter what type of entertainment. The reason why Drake doesn't like you, or I'm just gonna use Drake as a big star. The reason why he doesn't like you because you walk up. Oh my god, it's Drake! But I like, never do just, that, dude. If you just walked by him and you were like, "Hey, what's up, dude? I like your music?" He'd be like, "Thanks, man." 
That's it. Like, that's all you can. You know, you Don't know even I mean? ask for the autograph, man. Just give it a little oh, fucking handshake or whatever. I've never asked for one autograph in my life. I have one autograph. It was gifted to me. It's an AJ Styles action, signed action figure, but I didn't ask for that. That was just gifted to me. But I've oh. never at once gotten anything signed. That's the only action figure I still have, by the way. It's that AJ Styles action figure. Okay, there you go. See, See that? You. There you go. There you go. Kurt Angle and Karen Angle, Angle not Jared and AJ. An action figure signed by Kurt Angle because he, he didn't like wrestling, but he liked the Olympics. So he was a big Kurt Angle fan ah. because of the Olympics. So... He has Absolutely. a Kurt Angle, like an old school WWE, like when he first came out. And then he ended up like meeting him somewhere and got it signed. He was just like, You're inspiration. You won the 1990s. Like, my dad's big into Olympics. So, <laughs> hey, man. I mean, the Olympics are not the same as it used to be. I feel, I feel like the World Cup in, you know, soccer has become the biggest sort of sporting event. But anyway, I'm actually going to drift into a different subject. I don't, I don't really well, want this to. This is Rampage Uncaged. It's uncaged. We don't know what's going <laughs> to happen here. Yeah, uncensored, unfiltered, unpredictable, <laughs> like AEW. You know, Not. we're longer than the actual <laughs> show, but that's okay. We are unbelievable. So let's move on. We'll talk about Mystico and Matt Seidel. Uh, Mystico does end up getting the win, and but after that though, we see Brian Cage and Prince Na 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 are backstage and cut a promo on Hook. Uh, anyway, Cage is not impressed by Hook beating two guys last week on Collision. He can do it better than Hook, and we'll see it tomorrow on Collision. Tonight. When he yeah, beats... Yeah. Right now, actually. Tonight. Right, right now, actually. Right yeah. yeah, it's probably happening it's as right we now. speak. Collision's been on for an hour now, yeah. So thanks for joining us. Instead of watching Collision, we... <laughs> hey, we, we got more numbers right now. While, <laughs> no shit. I kid you not. While fucking Collision's on. So we appreciate that. Right here at Hamid Media Group. But anyway, uh, so basically, it's two on one. I guess Hook is going to throw the big guys around like they're nothing. I like Hook. I'm a Hook fan, but he needs to shut the fuck up. Never talk on the mic again. Don't do that to him because he can't talk for shit. I'm sorry. It's true. It's damn true. But uh, yeah, Hook will get the win nevertheless. But we're off to, I know, it's crazy. I'm not a hook fan. I like him, dude, but they're exposing him right now. Bad. They're overexposing, period. From the Overexposed start. him, bro. Dude, but right now, especially, oof. Um, but anyway, we got our main event now, Matthew. I know I'm still calling you Matthew, but it's, you know, I'm going to go with the gimmick for tonight. But anyway, it is Willow Nightingale and Chris Stantlander defeating Soraya and Soho in Ruby Soho. I was surprised by this uh, sort of, well, not really, I guess. But what are they doing with these women, man? All four of them, actually. Oh, I can't hear you, Matt. It's like they were doing the outcast thing, right? And then Tony Storm stumbled upon her own thing, and she got it over, and it kind right. of left Ruby Soho and Soraya in limbo. Totally ratted them, bro. What they did was they were like, okay, let's just replace her with another blonde. And that's essentially what... It, that's all this is outcast 2.0 3.0 i don't know what we're at number at right now but yeah like, but they really are outcasts now legit at least they've, they're know, working the gimmick i you know i will say that i i'm trying to recall that i get to was soraya there last year when when i when i went and was she there at double or nothing i don't remember when did soraya debut last year is that when she she became part of AEW? I think two years ago now okay, so then i saw her last year then too okay but yeah no she looks good in public i mean she looks great in person absolutely um, uh, and the women looks great. I mean, as far as you know, you know, in the ring, I don't know. I, I, I I'm gonna be honest here. This is where I got up and left. 
Whenever I got up and left and left the show. I was like, okay, I'm done. You just motherfucking put all these women over and then you just went bang with, but I'll be honest with you, I just got up. I, well, like I after, after the entrances, yeah, I got up and left. I was like, all right, it's time to go. I was like, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, this is the main event? This is the main. I'm like, this is the main event? I'm like, all right, it's time to go. Home time, pal. Got up, walked outside the stadium, hopped on the light rail, went, got back to my car, and then I drove home. <laughs> that is brilliant because you put them over and then you just shat on them all at the same time too good so I'm yeah, joking. You're, gonna I'm to, joking. you're gonna have to guide us here jimmy that's all right i mean honestly the power of the phone sort of whips me in these type of matches but nevertheless i mean it was a it was a fine match i mean it was fine they actually all worked great statland and, and willow especially i felt worked pretty good in this match but you know what's the long game here I, with these long term i don't know who won it was willow and chris talent that actually so defeated soraya no, that's what i'm saying yeah, dude I don't, I don't know you're right that's very weird oh fuck it liz has said it and i'm gonna say it too i'm trying to be nice man just a little bit the match is so much meh it was okay it was meh you know what i mean i mean meh what's fucking Manet going to do to this women's division? You know, I'm hearing so many people say, oh, my God, this AEW yeah. fucking women's division is stacked, bro. It's At so stacked. Point, I think it's been proven that it does not matter who AEW signs. What matters <laughs> now is who is writing the content or writing yes, any content. That's what they should sign. Spend the money there, bro. Something, you know, Damn. bring in people. It doesn't have to be, you know, anybody that we even know, but bring in writers, bring in people who have a background in writing content and formatting shows so that way you can put together a week-to-week storyline. Right. That makes actually sense, right? Not five weeks from tonight. We got bank, bank your business, whatever the fuck it is. Big business. I mean, oh, big business. This is a dumb big business. Can't you come? Who's your marketing team, TK? Is it you? Or? He is. He's the marketing team. He's the guy that goes on his Twitter, and he's the marketing <laughs> team, man. Like, uh, you want to know something sad? I did not see. Okay, so last year when I went to AEW, I wanted to point this out. I forgot to bring this up on Dynamite. When I went to AEW last week, there were at least like some banners. Like, hey, AEW's in town tonight. I saw all, there was plastered all of the footprint sure. center on the big scoreboard out there. Blah, blah, blah. When I walked up to the event on Wednesday, if you did not know that the AEW show was taking place at the at the Footprint Center, you would have not known. There was like no advertisement in any way. Like I kept looking for something, and it wasn't until when I finally got inside that I see a giant banner that says, uh, you know, AEW in Phoenix, and with Adam Copeland on the front, and there was no Adam Copeland. He didn't even show up. There was no hope for Cope? There was no Cope. <laughs> it wasn't dope. I love this company, bro. No Cope. No cope, no dope, and no hope. Clearly, I mean that's dopey, bro. I never take a stupid drug. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, like that Brad says, don't do drugs. No, I mean, no, come on, bro. He well, the, you know what? Your program. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, T and Cooperness says uh, uh, AW needs to sign Scott Demol. That's one hundred percent factual. Speaking of dumb, how the fuck did TNA before we go? How the hell did TNA buy this guy? Really? Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like multiple things have come out now. It sounds like it's just a power struggle within the company. 
You got a guy named Scott Demore who, who's looking at uh, the, an opportunity to maybe capitalize on the momentum of said company. And Dude. and then you got Anthem on the other side. That they're like, we're just trying to like make content for our TV channel. So we're trying to have the lowest budget possible. So, I mean, that's really what it comes Okay, down. I can see that. He would have gone way over budget for sure, dude. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just a back and forth of financials. And I think Scott, there was reports saying Scott wanted to buy a TNA and he had back he had a bank ready to do it. And Anthem's like, no, we're not selling it. And he was like, well, I want to, I need a bigger budget. And they're like, no, we're not going to give you a bigger budget. And he was like, well, then I'm not going to do this job anymore. And they're like, well, we'll keep you on as creative. And he was like, no, I don't want to do that either. Fuck you. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, no, yeah, well, I, that's going to hurt him, dude. I mean, hurt TNA, sorry. I mean, yeah, it's no, going to become mean, tits and ass all over again. AEW needs to sign Scott Demore, and I'm not. <laughs> and if you're Tony Khan, this is what you do, okay? If you want to still have control of your wrestling company, your guy, blah blah, blah, blah give Tony a show. Right? You get, uh, give Tony a show. I mean, sorry, give Scott a show. Like you gave give CM Tony Punk a show. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm sorry, you gave Scott a show. <laughs> you gave CM Punk a show right on Saturday night. Give Scott Saturday Night on Collision and let him write for it and see what happens. Oof, let dude, him write kill it. with the characters that are there and see what happens. And if, Or even Rampage. Let him write Rampage, the one-hour show there. Give him continuity with characters that are going to show up every week. Let him write it and see what happens. And if it's proven that he knows what he's doing, then Tony can shift some of his responsibilities to him, and then he can just be the Vince McMahon with the final say. Like, where you just come to him, then we go to the writers, you go, you go to my team, blah, 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 and then I have the final say. But ultimately, you have, you have Demore run it. And Demore, the thing is, too, is if Scott Demore gets in, Scott Demore knows how to politic. He will work his way up like he did from the Teen Canada wrestler <laughs> all the way up to running. <laughs> I know, right? You know what I'm saying? So the guy knows how to politic, and he's a good, apparently a good person. I don't know, good person, bad person, but he has to be some sort of uh, uh, you know, ethical person in 2024 to still be making it where the rest of the TNA roster is pissed, right? So, yeah. I mean, he's dating, he's part of the LGBTQ community because of the person he, he is as well. So he's over with what Ben Hami, Giselle. As he was over with what Ben Hami would say, the gay, the gay mafia, right? So, like, <laughs> the gay mafia. I don't know. That's what Ben Hami is. I, mean, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but it's just, I've heard him say it before. It just makes me laugh. Just a wait. Yeah. I'm just saying, so he's over with the LGBTQ community because of his, you know, lack of love and empathy for anybody right so because of that that fits right in with with aew's fans with that so there's no reason why he can't you know transition over to them i if yeah again literally transition literally transition but if tony khan's smart <laughs> he's calling and he's hiring scott demore right and and it ticks the boxes right please. i mean you just please. hit it Please, for your own sake, Tony, please. Exactly. Please, we want better TV show for AEW. We don't want to crap on it. We want to come on here and be like, yo, AEW was fire tonight, bro. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. It was like that. Like, when like, the few like, started, dude, back and listen to the 2019 was awesome, bro. I, mean, I cried. Started, we were like, I mean, Ben was more of the critical one. Me and Sylvia were like, oh, I liked this. Oh, like, dude, I was the same. Dude, I cried in the Dusty and Cody match. I kid you not. Uh, that's what I'm like. That's pro wrestling right there. They fucking got me. You know what I mean? And that's rare, bro. You know what I mean? I just want my left. brother. You know what I mean? Come left. on. As soon as Cody left, man. Well, well it was, that was the real fucking beginning of the end. And I've frozen for some reason, which is a sign, actually, Matt. It's probably telling us to get fucked. But yeah, no, really, um, it was the beginning of the end, unfortunately, for them. And I truly think that won't break the million point unless they make some huge huge signings or something or sign actual guys that know the wrestling business that know how to write a wrestling show hint hint 
but uh, I, I doubt it, man. But before we do go, I just want to say one more thing about this show because before the actual show ends, we see Stokely Hathaway actually accepts a handshake from Willow after the match and she lifts him in the air. So does that mean he's now like, managing her? That was confusing to me. Like he just came Dude, out. I, I, I got no of idea Honor because he's company. I know he's the manager of Ring of Honor, right? He's the manager of Ring of Honor, he's right? GM, exactly. I think, or something like him and freaking what's the other guy's name? Would him and Jerry Lane? I think are the on-screen quote-unquote managers oh, or whatever know, of Ring of Honor who are running. I've seen them do stuff like that. They, they, I don't know what they're doing, dude. So you know, like the vet says, you got to like play your alley cart sort of card and just watch it for what it is. You know what I mean? And don't even think too much about it because I, I can't you do, do that. you just go crazy. I the TV show. I have to think about it. I'm trying to lose Alicard, I'm trying man, to lose Alicard. my own, I'm trying to lose my own personal sense of reality. Okay, first of all, <laughs> and you're not pronouncing this That's correctly. A la carte. Say a la carte. Oh, I don't know what you're it's saying. It's my damn accent, bro. A la carte. Come on. A la carte. <laughs> you done that good. <laughs> it's like what the vet said. You know, we say H. You guys don't even say H. You guys say H. 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 Like triple H. Triple H. Right? But it's fucking triple H, Matt. It's not no, fucking. It's not. Yes. It's H. I have to ask you a question. I have to ask you. I please, want to ask you please a ask. You live Far in Australia. Away. You live in Australia, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly. Right. What, was, what, 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 what kingdom was Australia originally a part of? <laughs> well, come on. The same kingdom that you guys were originally Who, part of. So, and what language is that? Um, I, be I believe it's English. Well, right? The English know what they're saying when it's H. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! God. Hell, you're <laughs> Greek. You guys made up the fucking alphabet. What do you uh, mean? You can't even pronounce it half. correctly. Well, not every letter in the in the English alphabet is actually Greek, but a lot of it is. It's actually based off the Roman. Well, I mean, Latin. Sorry, Latin and everything. So you know. we everything, bro. Even. Exactly. You know, shitting on people, apparently. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anyway, but that's another story. Uh, Medium 5 does does say Alucard is a is Dracula backwards. There you go. <laughs> Alucard. That's the, AI. <laughs> that's the AI. One, two, three. <laughs> All right, can I put myself over before we go? Uh, well, I was going to ask you to put yourself over. So, yeah, absolutely. Right, but before you do put yourself over, okay. if you had to give this a rating... Um, what would you give it, man? Okay, so I'm gonna give two different ratings because oh. I was there live. So I'll give the live oh, experience true. probably like a seven. It was fun, not a bad. It wasn't a, a fun. Uh, I wasn't disappointed when it comes to ramping. Um, yeah. TV show matches, whatever. Probably give it like a four. <laughs> oh, nice four. Okay, so I guess you would give it a A B C D. Like a C minus. That's actually quite good. If I had to give it a rating, ah, uh, you know what? I'll give it a D. I'll give it a D. You're right. Yeah, it needs a D, I can't man. Put it it's definitely than a D. No, come on, bro. I gave SmackDown a C as well. C minus. So, well, yeah, and that was better than Rampage. Just be honest. So that's yeah, some D minus. That's what Rampage is. And they're lucky to get a D minus, mind you. But you know what? The one thing I have noticed, Rampage for some reason seems to have actually story going on. Sometimes even compared sure. to the other shows, which is bizarre. Story How bizarre is that? Uh, what story? You are. You must. Oh, be you know, 
like a two-year-old would write a story, bro. Stop like something along the the bong. Stop making yeah. up imaginary stories in your mind. <laughs> okay, fine. There's one playing with food. fucking action figures down there. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing with something else, pal. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, my name is Matthew Schaefer. You can check me out my podcast, linktr.we slash soundtrackbot. Each and every week, me and my boys, we like to review and co-host and break down, recap, discuss every episode of South Park in linear fashion. Just dropped season 15, episode one, Human Sentai Pad, which means there are now 213 available episodes. That's right. I've been doing this podcast for four years in a row. Never missed wow. a week. We've even got special Smash Balls and Christmas specials. Up to the- we put out a brand new episode every week for four years. Maybe there was two Dude. Somebody was sick or something. Most of the time, didn't they? South Park, SMB, wow. South Park Review, if you're a big South Park fan. Check it out. Also on YouTube, I'm a little behind the videos. I think I, think I just dropped 210, but I do have 211 and 212 done. So they just, they just need to go up. Um, but yeah, check out on YouTube at South Park Pod, link tr.w slash South Park Pod. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram personally at Matthew, M A T H E W underscore Schaffer. One T, Matthew underscore Schaffer. If you'd like to book me, no, I'm an actor. Need a voiceover artist? I'm here. You need someone to edit your stuff? But you better pay me if you're going to edit stuff. Absolutely. Light the fuse right here on channelattitude.com via Hamin Media Group. Go check that out. But if you want to follow me on the Twitter, the X, whatever it is, the Generation X of social media, who knows? You can at DJ MassiveFX. You can also follow us at the PWC Network on the Twitter. Uh, but more importantly, please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com with five bucks. Not only do you get the realest, but the best talk in all of pro wrestling and hamidmediagroup.pubbing.com for all our affiliate shows and the pwcnetwork.pubbing.com for all other shows. So in saying that, Matt, thank you once again for joining me right here on Rampage Uncaged. And thank you to everyone in the chat. We're still going strong. The fact that you guys rather listen to us and watch us then watch collision that i absolutely appreciate so that means the world to us and i think that's a wrap matt that rhymed actually but uh in saying that i am jimmy t that is msg and you have been listening and watching the uh, hmg rampage uh, uncaged uh, show right here on channelattitude.com and we're out season me bro <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's awesome. Peace. And we'll see you after the collision where we sift through the wreckage tomorrow with me and the vet. See yous. You want to get hot? <laughs> Yay. <laughs>
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.